Welcome everybody to another exciting, I say this every time, but it really is, another exciting episode of the RF Generation Collector Cast, episode 25. Can you believe it? You don't say that every time. We've done 25, (laughs) 25, more, well, more than 25, really, if you include all the extras, but uh, yeah, 25 main episodes of the show. And uh, uh, as always, I am your wonderful, huggable, lovable host. (laughs) Something like that. Uh, Duke Togo, and joining me is a man that uh, single-handedly can sway an entire town's governance, uh, Krabby. Hey, Krabby. Put that to the test very soon. I know, you've got the silver tongue. How's that working out for you? Pretty good. Actually, I think the podcast was great uh, preparation for radio interviews and, and the such that I've been doing in town here. It's like the plan's all coming together for you, right? Exactly. The master plan. <laughs> uh, and also joining me is a man who probably is getting about to the point where he's getting uh, a lot of slobber on him. Yes. <laughs> we, uh, we are in the everything goes in the mouth phase. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, yeah. So uh, uh, literally everything. And so and he's he's grabbing his feet now. Yeah. And yep. his toes can make it into his mouth. Yep, so then yep. it's like, okay, no, let's put the footy pajamas on. <laughs> but that doesn't stop it. You just get soggy footy pajamas. <laughs> uh but yeah, it's it's literally everything goes in the mouth time. So uh uh I really thought that bibs were for protecting them against like food spillage. <laughs> no. Um but absolutely not. Yeah, the the bib is uh all for drool. Yeah, has he started doing the thing yet where, I mean, Eden's just really recently started this, where she wants to grab my face and then try to eat my face. <laughs> uh, she, uh, he doesn't do that. He he does have a new move. Uh, it's probably like down towards, uh, like half circle towards medium punch. That's <laughs> um, a neck fat grab <laughs> where he gets a fistful of neck fat and then just holds onto it. I didn't even know I had that much, but he found it. He was like, here, I have this. Um, but yeah, he doesn't try to eat the face, but everything else. Like if you put, you know, if he gets a hold of your finger, it is getting pulled in. So yeah, he's a, he's a bundle. And they've got like crazy claw grip, right? Like, ow. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're pretty vigilant on the, uh, uh, the nail clipping. Um, yeah. and you have to do it while they're eating because it's the only time that they, you know, are not trying to like, you know, do anything with their hands. So, uh, but yeah, you learn very quickly that, uh, they're, they're like little Wolverine claws. It's <laughs> <Yeah, that's laughs> a little scary. Uh, well, very good. Uh, well, like we always like to start off the show, let's talk to p- folks about, uh, in case they're new listeners, uh, where they can find us. So Krabby, if people want to listen to our shows, um, how can they do that on a regular basis? I love to listen to my shows on YouTube. <laughs> on YouTube. Um, yeah, because YouTube's pretty much ubiquitous these days. And I had a tweet the other day. Um, a new listener said, hey, I can't find your own show, old shows on the on iTunes this way. It's because they're not on iTunes. But you can't <laughs> find them on YouTube. Uh, it's because we're cheap and we don't want to pay for unlimited hosting. But, uh, yeah, just go to YouTube. Check out the old shows for sure. Uh, Bill, where else? Where can people find us? Uh, at your local GameQuest store. <laughs> if you have one, one. Yeah, if you have a game quest nearby, like maybe Engineer Mike, uh, just pop in and uh, just uh, they'll probably be playing it on the in-store audio system. I, um, I just do live reads there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if they're not playing it, you could always check out uh, uh, the Zune Marketplace. That's right. We're finally <laughs> we're finally on Zune. 
the big times. I mean, wow. You, I don't want to tell I, you th- how what much I had trouble to it took. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Isrit and myself are the only two off the top of my head that were big Zoom guys, actually, like non-ironically when it was out. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, and I did a, a, you know, one episode of a podcast years ago. Um, and same thing. We tried to get it on Zoom. It just wouldn't go. Well, if anyone needs the secrets of Zoom membership, let me know. Um, the only thing I would say that's a positive, really the real positive, go along with that. If you're one of the five people with Windows Phone 8, we're also on that store now. There's more than five. I think there's more than you think there are. Seven? That would be more than five, <laughs> but I still think you're lowballing it. Uh, but yeah, you can find us on the Windows Phone 8 store. My, my, my father-in-law uses Windows Phone 8, and he's going to email you if he listens to this. Well, you should tell him that we are big time now. Big time. We he are. Find us. We are. He's uh, probably honored that he got a chance to Skype with us. One of these days when we're when we're rolling rich, then he can mm. look back and say, I knew them when. <laughs> uh, you can also find us on Stitcher, right? You can go to Stitcher and find Smart the, Radio. the app. Yeah, and they've uh, I think they've uh, kind of uh, updated some of their stuff, so go check us out on Stitcher. Um, Krabby, are there some other places? Where are we at? Oh, the collectorcast.com website? Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, well, you know, if they, if they don't have a a particular podcast app that they like, uh, you know, they can just tune in there, right? Uh, yep. RSS feed is available right on that page, which I believe takes you to our Podomatic page. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, speaking of Podomatic, there is a Podomatic app these days, so you can just uh, search for that. I know, crazy. <laughs> it's like we're everywhere in your ear holes. It, it would take less time to list all the places that we aren't. You're probably right. We should probably just start doing that instead. It would be more efficient. Yeah. We are not on VHS. <laughs> <laughs> Working on that one. It's coming soon. Uh, but of course, lastly, uh, what? Podcast Pickle? You can find us there. Podcast Pickle. Did we mention uh, Facebook and Twitter where we have all sorts of cool conversations? No, but you can... And, and, uh... and, and post uh, really interesting uh, <laughs> gaming-themed funny things <laughs> that we come across. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the video. That was pretty funny. I came across a couple of good things this week, and I was th- I was like, ooh, ooh, let me put this up. Yeah, so just on Facebook or Twitter, just Collector Cast all together. So um, give us a follow old, or a like. What about the old RF Gen home base? The who F what's? <laughs> the RF Generation.com. <laughs> R-O-R-F Generation. You mean the mm. same one that uh, Mr. Metal Jesus would plug? Is that what you're trying oh, to say? Yeah. The Yes, oh, absolutely. I think I've heard of that guy. I like his hairstyle. Yeah, he's, uh, I think you guys would get along well. Yeah, definitely. He's, he's not too far south from me, actually. He's like, if I go directly down under my province, it's like the first thing I run into down there is like Seattle. Well, you guys should hook up. Yeah, maybe. I I've been there like, once before. I like, a, I like a somebody who's like five hours away. Oh, it's not too far. <laughs> oh, no, That's it's way more than hours. five hours. It's more like... <laughs> 15 to 18 wow seriously <laughs> yeah and that's close that's close well that's as close <laughs> as the states gets to me yeah oh i got well, you unless i want to go to alaska that might actually be closer <laughs> yeah a uh, few uh a few boys and girls want to know where Krabby's at just look for the arctic circle on your map and it's mm-hmm. up there somewhere you'll find him but um as usual we really appreciate everybody taking the time to listen and uh as we've been doing the last few shows we've got some some uh, questions that have come in from social media. So let's uh, let's go with a couple of those, shall we? All right. Up first, we've got from Twitter, at Sega Tomcast. He states, 
and I quote, <laughs> I recently started collecting for the Sega Master System with the goal of a complete set. Bravo. I'll, I'll just, I added that myself. Um, <laughs> do you own any complete console sets? Whoa. Is he, it's talking about, uh, no, when someone says complete console set, is he talking about owning every console for one company or owning all the games for one console? I'm gonna guess all the games for one console. Since you made well, the Master System reference, that's yeah. what it yeah. sounds like. I'll infer F- that. Funny he should ask. <laughs> that's I funny. Believe t- I believe two of us on the show are exactly one title away from uh, a com- two different complete sets. Um, but uh, I, I'm going to say no for me, but I'm one game away from 32X. No for me as well. One game away from NES, and I'm... This year, I'll probably finish Virtual Boy as well, and I'm working on a Dreamcast and a TurboGrafx-16 full set as well, and possibly a Turbo CD. We'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, for myself, I am three U.S. licensed games away from an NES set, so getting pretty oh, close man. to that one. You're yes, only sir. a few unlicensed away too, aren't you? Yeah, I think six, somewhere right that's, around there. That's even crazier. Uh, yeah, a long way to go. That's <laughs> a long yeah, way to go. It is, but it's still six shy of unlicensed is pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. Not too I'm bad. like 300 away, and that's a long way to go. <laughs> <laughs> It'll happen faster than you think if you hit the those lottery. Last, those last six. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't know if I'll ever get done. Um, but uh, oh, I know. I, yeah, I know I won't. Without uh, financial assistance from like some, you know, great aunt that i didn't know had a billion dollars that i inherit yeah it's 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 more the hunt than the completion but uh but yeah it's uh yeah one one spider-man for me um and that's as close as i am to probably ever completing any complete set yeah what are you still missing for virtual boy there crabby um, I got all the big ones out of the way actually. I just gotta like clean up stuff like Tolero Boxer, Red Alarm, um, Mario Clash. Oh, it's easy. You said yeah. you'd recently acquired something though, right? Oh, I did, right. I almost forgot. I just, uh, from a member of Nintendo Age, um, he should be shipping me this week a display box for Mario Tennis. Whoa. Yeah, that was the last hard piece I needed because I already had the complete in box Jack Bros. I got the complete in box Water World. I even got the Red Alarm demo. I don't have the actual Red Alarm yet. <laughs> wow. So you seem to, that seems to be a habit with you is uh, you tend to go for the big stuff first and then completing the set doesn't seem to be terribly, uh, you know, difficult compared to if you, you know, waited till for the last stuff, uh, like the big stuff for last, I mean. Yeah, I like to, to make sure I take the opportunities when they come up to grab the the crazier stuff because I don't want to have to knock off several crazy games at the end. I'd rather pace them, break them up. Yeah. How'd that magical chase pan out for you? Oh, so close. <laughs> and then pinball machines came up and got in the way. Dang it. I got to start all over. So wrong. Um, but good job on the uh, going for Sega Master System. That's a good set. Um, can be a couple yeah. pricey titles in there, but it's a good one. Um, another one from at Sega Tomcast. What is your favorite version of Space Harrier? And he goes on to say, not necessarily arcade perfect, but the one you enjoy most. And he says, mine is the Shenmue version. Bill, Space Harrier? 
Yeah, you know who you're talking to, right? <laughs> the 32X? I, I'm, I'm going to guess. 30, the, 30, the 32X version. <laughs> what makes the 32X version so good, Bill? The box has a yellow stripe on the side. <laughs> <laughs> that says quality. <laughs> yeah, no, I just... Uh, uh, the first version of uh, Space Harrier I played was Space Harrier 3 Dimensions on the Sega Master System. Oh, yeah. And uh, I didn't play it in 3 Dimensions. Um, I actually have the glasses. I don't have the little piece that they plug into that plugs into the system. Oh yeah. Um, so I don't, I haven't played it in three dimensions yet, but uh, that was the first version I played and I really, really liked that game. Um, and uh, uh, you know, so years later when the 32 X came out, I was actually really excited to get space Harrier. Um, and I played it a bunch. Uh, it, you know, it's, uh, I don't know, like space Harrier is one of those games that uh, I really, really enjoy but I can't really enjoy it for more than like 15 minutes at a time. Yeah, it just is what it is. Yeah. Um, it's Space Harrier. I mean, it doesn't change a whole lot. Uh, Krabby, Space Harrier? Uh, kind of like Bill, I just default to my favorite console to play most things on. Um, I'm going to go with the Turbo Graphics version. The Turbo Graphics version of Space Harrier? That's a really interesting choice. Yeah. Huh. I, I haven't played all of the different versions, but I'm comfortable with the Turbo Pad and feels good. Ah, interesting. I'm going to to go a little off off here, and I'm going to say I really enjoyed the version that was in Bayonetta. There's like a whole level in Bayonetta that's basically Space Harrier, and uh, <laughs> it's like just the right riff on Space Harrier, and also mm-hmm. its own thing, and it's really funny, and it's really good. So, um, personally, that would be my my favorite take on on Space Harrier. So. If you Sega published the first Bayonetta too, right? They did. It's a Sega yeah. game, right on. Yeah, so check that out. And of course, the arcade one. I just you know, it's on the um, it's unlockable on uh, Sonic's Ultimate Genesis Collection for 360 and PS3. So it's a good one to play as well. Um, all right. Also from Twitter um, at CWR2. That's Chris Roberts. Um, for those that may not know, I actually guest uh, on there podcast narc podcast here recently i listened to that one it was awesome you guys were great together yeah it was fun i had a lot of good, good time with that so if you guys uh if you haven't listened you should check them out snark podcast and i was on the uh whatever the last episode was i want to say it's episode 10 but you can check that out that sounds right yeah uh but chris asks if you could take one of your favorite games and put it in a different genre what would it be and he says I'd like to see Contra Video Pinball. I'd probably play that. <laughs> yeah, well, who wouldn't, right? I mean, Contra yeah, Pinball. I'm not, a, I'm not a huge pinball guy, but just thinking about what that the possibilities could be. <laughs> like, thinking about, uh, you know, like the waterfall stage, the boss at the end of that. Like, it's, oh, it's, yeah. already, it's already vertical. So, like, all you have to do is take that dude and give him, like, you know, swinging, flailing, like, arms that are on chains. Like, and that could be like a boss fight that kind of like rises up, like on the, he said video pinball. So you could have different stages uh, based on, um, my imagination is going wild right now. <laughs> <laughs> and the, when the guys jump and they automatically turn into like balls anyway, mm-hmm. right? So just add some flippers. That's true. So, so, which of course uh, begs the uh, question, why isn't there a Metroid uh, pinball uh, crossover where Samus uh, is in ball form while you're playing? Oh, there you go. Um. All there right. There is so, one. There's there's one on the DS, isn't there? There's a Metroid. Uh, Met- 
is there? I'm pretty sure there's Metroid Pinball on the DS. I'm almost positive. Is there really? Oh, yeah. If there is, I didn't know about it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know either. Bill. I know there's Metroid Prime Hunters on the DS. That one I, that one I had. Yeah, it's not very it good. It was, uh, that, it was, it, it, it actually, it wasn't bad. It was so, it hurt my hands to play it. Yeah, it's really wacky. I wasn't a big fan. You're absolutely right. There was a Metroid Prime pinball for the DS. Really? Yes. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I'd have to check that one out. I honestly was not aware that there even was such a thing. You could probably get the digital version with your platinum <laughs> gift this year. <laughs> yeah, no fun. Uh, too soon. Yeah, too, too. soon. Uh, uh, so, Krabby, if you could take one of your favorite games, put it into a different genre, what would you do? Lots of my favorite games have already been mashed up in other genres, so it was really hard for me to think of one, but I think I got one I'd really like to see. All right. I'd like to see a Professor Layton role-playing game that's still very puzzle-heavy. Oh, okay. So when you say role playing game, though, um, you know, like like I mean, like your, battles you, or something. I mean, what do you? Um, no, even they could throw the puzzles right into the battles. You got to solve things to like defeat enemies, and you get to walk around and explore. You're not just tapping the screen. And huh? Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, sure. All right, all right, uh, Bill. Uh, this is a very touchy subject because <laughs> genre mashups for me aren't always, you know, successful. Yeah. Or, or at least like, you know, in, in, you know, to me, like you got, uh, like the Halo RTS, um, which some people liked, I thought was kind of weird. Um, so like genre and like X, I love XCOM and then XCOM declassified, they switch genres and it was a little weird. Um, but, uh, I'm going to take one of my favorite strategy games, uh, Civilization. All right. And, uh, I'm going to give it a Bioshock theme. Okay. Like first person so, shooter? Well no, yeah, no no first person yeah, so I'm taking the first person shooter and I'm putting it in a real time strategy. Kinda like Halo, but not Halo Wars, like real time. This is gonna be turn based. So basically you start out, you know, kinda like you woke up in uh, you know, Rapture or Columbia or wherever, and it's resource collecting, you know, making friends, uh, killing enemies, exploring the map, conquering. I think I could get behind a Bioshock-themed uh, turn-based strategy game. Huh. Yeah, yeah. That'd be interesting. I guess I'd never hmm. thought of something quite like that. But, uh, yeah, it'd be an interesting mashup. Um, <clears throat> for me, I would like to see a shooter flipped into, a, like, a turn-based RPG. So something like a Gradius series. Um, maybe, but have it like where you could have almost like a Konami mashup where you could have, uh, like maybe like the Vic Viper and like the Twin B shooter and, and maybe like some of the characters from Parodius or something and have that like be your party. And of course, instead of shooting, you would go and have like turn-based battles or something that you could do. Um, but you could somehow also kind of make it a little actiony, uh, but have, you know, like the power-ups that you get, you could have those be like special attacks or something. Um, you know, like the power up system. So yeah, that's what I would say. I would like to see some of the Gradius shooters kind of in a, in a mashup with, uh, with the turn-based RPG. I think it'd be fun. Cool. That was a good question. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, a late arrival here, but, uh, Chris Roberts also asks Padme or Princess Leia? <laughs> Leia. Leia. Why, why Leia? Leia? Um, cause she doesn't have quite as weird distracting hairdos. 
<laughs> and the face makeup and, fa- and war makeup yeah <laughs> war paint yeah yeah uh bill uh it depends on which version of padme because okay. there's because there's no gold bikini version so it doesn't no, even matter there isn't i wouldn't do war paint padme um and i wouldn't do like nagging like wants you to like you know take out the garbage padme annie <laughs> <laughs> uh i don't know they're both kind of whiny <laughs> well you know um okay well th- let's 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 just be friends let's just be friends <laughs> uh if i had to make a choice i would choose leia because slave leia there is there anything else to say nope mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the thing is the thing is if you said if someone said Carrie Fisher or Natalie Portman, that's the easiest question I think anyone oh. will ever ask me in my life. Yes, that's not but the same we're talking, thing. But we're talking, yeah, Leia Padme is a different thing. And yeah. I, I think I would just say, uh, you know what? I'm good for now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't get involved. Maybe that's, maybe C3, C3PO is the answer on that yeah. one. <laughs> Anthony Daniels. <laughs> that is my choice. Uh, last one from Twitter. We have M. Flaginski, so at M, as in Mary, Flaginski. Um, what's your guys' feeling towards Adventures of Tom Sawyer? And he says, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Is he talking uh, uh, the Nintendo game? I'm going to assume he means the NES game <laughs> by Seda. I... Just watched a Rush documentary the other night, so he could be talking about <laughs> the modern day. Today's warrior. Tom Sawyer. Today's Tom Sawyer. He's a, In which case, he I'm gets in high favor. on you. The space invades. That's how I feel. I don't. Really uh, know no, the I've song. actually. Uh, uh, I've not. Pl- I own it. Um, I've actually not played it. Crabby, <laughs> crabby. Any input on? Adventures of Tom Sawyer. Uh, four out of ten. <laughs> wow, really? Have you finished it? No, I have not finished it. So it might improve or it might decrease on further play. Uh, well, let me, you know, just in case those of the out there listening may not have a firm grasp on Adventures of Tom Sawyer. Imagine a game where, <laughs> for some reason, the title character is Tom Sawyer. I don't know why Tom Sawyer. I don't know. Uh, but Tom Sawyer's in school. And he falls asleep. And this is why it, Why on earth did they go with Tom Sawyer? Because the game, from their point on, has nothing to do with him. Uh, but he has uh, dreams. And you're playing through his adventures and dreams, where he does things like attack uh, giant octopi um, and weird other like creatures, like a giant gorilla made of other monkeys. Um, yeah. So, this kind of sounds like that Simpsons game where Bart's like sleeping in class Bart's and then like all the, kind yeah, of, and then I all guess. the levels are just his dreams. But I guess he's still Bart and he's still like, you know, in Springfield. So you're saying that the, that the dreams that Tom has have nothing to do with him being Tom Sawyer. No, nothing whatsoever to do with Tom <laughs> Sawyer. Uh, I guess Games. that maybe there's like, you know, the Indian, I, I don't want to use the, the derogatory terms from the book, but you know, the, the native American guy, in the book, I guess he kind of, he's like the final boss, but for some reason he's riding on a dinosaur head. Um, so, so it's, so it's kind of like the end of blood dragon. Sure. Why not? <laughs> why, why? No, 
it's not at all. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh, so. No, it's not very. It's it's a it's not a bad. It's like a side scrolling plat. Not really plat. It's like almost a shooting. I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> it's a plat shooter. It's like Kid Nicky, but you're throwing rocks. I don't know. Does that help? I don't know. <laughs> No. No, it's not it's not very good. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay if you like it, M. Flaginski. Uh, maybe I wouldn't put it at the top of the list. All right, and uh, we have a couple from Facebook this time. Uh, so we know these guys, unfortunately. Uh, no. Or maybe fortunately. Who is, who is it? Uh, Rich. Uh, oh, our, okay. own, our own single banana. Banana. Uh, who, Favorite pinball machine, right? Uh, uh, something like that. No, <laughs> not exactly. But Bill, you uh you were you were with those guys, right? Yeah, we did a uh did a recording on the uh uh the uh, community the R of Ten community playthrough, the uh Shadow of the Colossus playthrough. I uh as soon as I found out that we were doing that game, I asked them if I could tag along. I promised I wouldn't talk too much, which of course was a lie. <laughs> um Suckers. but uh they they let me on anyway and they couldn't get rid of me. That's right. So if you need more so, of the yeah, of fun. the dulcet tones of Bill, you can <laughs> you can go find that. It's um, a really good discussion. It went on for a long time and it did not feel long. Oh, thank you. I, I'm sure that was all because of uh, those guys. It, everyone was fantastic. Like I listened. What the shadow part was like three hours long or something like that, <laughs> and I listened to the whole thing in one sitting. Yeah, I, yeah, I listened to it too. I I've never played the game. I don't know if I probably ever will, but. Uh, it was an interesting discussion. It was uh, I liked listening to it. But uh, Rich uh, asks favorite Sega Master System titles. Uh, first one that popped into my head. Mm-hmm. Even though I, it's not my favorite, but just the first thing that popped into my head is uh, Fantasy Zone. Yeah, it's a fun little shooter. I right? really like that game. Like when I well, like when I think Master System, it's one of the first games that pops into my head. It's a game I played a ton when I was growing up. Um, I also really like Ghostbusters. Yeah, that was a pretty good port. Much better than the NES port of yes, Ghostbusters. Yes, much much <laughs> better. Um, really like Ghostbusters. Um, and I, the, my first Master System was a Master System Two. Mm. So booting that thing up without anything in it got you into Miracle World. Mm, Alex Kidd, right? Yeah, yeah. So th- those are a couple. I mean, I know they're probably not ones that people say are their favorite games, but those are games that I really enjoy in the Master System, and uh, I'll stick with those. All right, Krabby. I feel very under-equipped to answer that question because I haven't actually played a ton of Master System. Hmm, foreshadowing. So, <laughs> I don't know what I'm foreshadowing towards. But, the topic uh, of the show, but that's okay. Uh, uh, no, I don't have any. Yeah, Never mind, we'll get to that. Um, I'm going to go with R-Type. I really like R-Type, and I played it on the Master System, and it's solid. That's a really nice. good version. Probably not as good as the Turbo, but I mean, for the time, it's a really good port of R-Type. I- yeah, no, actually, uh, I that's one of the uh, Master System games that I have played, and I can I will agree, it is a very good port. Yeah, which always struck me as odd because um, our type in the arcade uh, was released by Nintendo mm-hmm. here, and then it ended up on Master. I mean, obviously, it wasn't a Nintendo game; they just kind of put out the arcade machine here. But right. strange that it went over to Master System. But, and just interesting side note, Nintendo with their crazy arcade parts, um, it's one of the games that you'll find either the Sharp or the Sanyo monitor in, which are really just the opposite of a joy to work on. <laughs> um, so if you're ever in the market for one of those, just uh, you know, be aware that you'll become an expert on these obscure monitors. Sounds lovely. Um, yeah. Pl- play, play choice and punch out machines have them too. So uh, 
everybody knows the uh, the horrors of the Sharp and Sanyos. Mm. Well, as far as my se- favorite Sega Master Systems, I would have to go with Fantasy Star, uh, first off, just because that game is freaking incredible. Um, Fantasy Zone, did you say? No, Fantasy Star. <laughs> oh. But I like Fantasy Zone, I'll give you that. That's good. Yeah, um, I think I would also go with um, some of the 3D games. Like the Space Harrier 3D is pretty, I like the effect. It's pretty cool. Um, and then outside of that, Double Dragon. I've, I've said it probably a million times, but it's the best, it's the better version of 8-bit Double Dragon because you can play two players and it's a lot more like the arcade. So that's where I would, uh, and then I how- just want to, I just want to very quickly add in Great Baseball, which is a very <laughs> underrated, it's a very underrated baseball game. I know everyone knows I like RBI Baseball, um, this is the the best baseball, like the equivalent to RBI baseball on the Master System is great baseball. It is really good. I actually have a guy that comes in the store to get all the great sports games. He loves them. <laughs> can't He can't stop playing them. What's well, right in the title. They are good. They're great. <laughs> They're great. <laughs> I mean, there you go. What else can you can't argue with that? Um, I would have to throw in, of course, Power Strike. But again, if you know me, you already knew the answer to that. So mm. there you go. And uh, Floyd. Floyd sends a, a so this is the last of our question round. Uh, if you could, this is a toughie. What video game character or characters would you want to hang out with? Hmm. This was a really tough one for me. Well, you, you uh, have already, an answer, though, right, Krabby? I, I do. Okay. Oh, you do? Yeah. Well, who do you got? Yeah. Well, at first, I was going to cheap out and just go like, Dead or Alive Extreme cast. Sure. <laughs> so you all the bouncing? In, in with, yeah. with, which, with which DLC? The, you see the new one? Oh, uh, with the bedtime and the yeah, bedtime and, and pajamas? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. It, uh, the, the story I read, it was like, in perhaps the most, the creepiest DLC yet. <laughs> uh, no, I went with uh, Teddy from Persona 4. Because every other character I could think of is... Either just psychotic, or I don't know what we would do for a day. (laughs) (laughs) Teddy seems relatable and goofy enough that even if we had nothing to do, it'd probably be fun just watching him wander around and explore. Okay. You know who I really thought you were going to (laughs) say? Toad. No. (laughs) Mama! No. He's trying to lead you somewhere. Gravity, help him out. I, I'm not following. <laughs> do you do you enjoy heavy metal? Yeah. What if there was a game that was just so heavy metal? Oh, see, that's what I mean. Those those people are crazy. I don't like. <laughs> I, I like the music. I don't want to spend time with anyone involved with it. Oh, you wouldn't hang out with Eddie. I thought. See, I thought you would just hang no. out with Eddie and talk metal. No, I uh, yeah. <laughs> He's too too, too too rough for you. Too intense for me. Yeah, I'm kind of okay. I'm I'm wussy. I like the music. I don't like the lifestyle. Ah, which, well. which is why you hate pirates. Yes, they're too metal for me. <laughs> there you go, Bill. Any thoughts? Uh, people who know me know who my favorite video game character of all time is. So it's hard for me, you know, t- to given the opportunity not to hang out with Morden Solis. <laughs> uh, that'd be interesting That's yeah. <laughs> I would love to hang out with Morden Solis I was at first I was going to say like you know like the cast because he said like you know the characters yeah, characters sure. from a game so I was thinking okay well maybe like what if you went to like that Mass Effect party 
Oh with, yeah. Like, all all of the characters that were there and you could just like kind of like, you know, chat them up. And then that got me thinking, uh, once I got to that party and kind of said hi to everybody, I'd just be chilling with Morden the whole time. <laughs> he, he just, the way he looks at everything is the, is, uh, it would just make me just think everything that he said, I would be like, yeah, you know, you're right. So, and then, but the same thing, like when Krabby, uh, you know, when you first hear that question, you're like, start thinking of, uh, okay, what are we going to be doing when we're hanging out? Cause that kind of determines which game I'm going to be going into. But yeah, I think I'd probably stick with Morden, Morden Solus. I like that. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. I'm going to take a, I think a pretty easy out on this one. Um, I would hang out with Bayonetta because she's got, <laughs> she's, she's got legs that go all the way up, guns on her feet, and she's a witch. <laughs> that uh, sounds pretty awesome to me. What's your what's that little weird chunky guy with the with the funny hat that rides uh, around oh, with her? Yeah, no, that's okay. <laughs> that that'll be you for the day. Yeah, oh no, yeah, that, yeah. I just need to sound more like Joe Pesci. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, those were very good questions. So uh, if you guys run yeah, into more like, of those, I like question round. We should do that again. Yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, people got to send us more questions. So listen to the show. Think of some good questions. Send us a tweet. Send us a message on Facebook. Uh, we'll be happy to answer them on the show. Hey everybody, it's Duke here to tell you a little bit about our sponsor, Off the Charts Video Games. Shopping online for video games can be a hassle. If you shop on eBay, you have to pay shipping to each seller. On Amazon, you never see what you're going to get. And as far as the leading online classic game retailers, well, we all know their prices aren't the best. After years of collecting, trading, and selling on multiple marketplaces, the guys at Off the Charts Video Games have built a site with the needs of collectors in mind. OTCVideoGames.com gives the experience of a brick-and-mortar store while you relax at home. With pictures and individual descriptions for every item, you will know exactly what you're going to get. Every game is tested in their in-house, multi-system testing station, so your order will come back with their quality guarantee and great customer service. Off the Charts now sells separate boxes and manuals, so you can buy complete and box games all at once or complete your loose games. Browse their games, boxes, and manuals separately or all together. Boxes and manuals are posted now for Nintendo 64 and are coming soon for other systems. Everyone knows the most annoying part about buying online is the shipping. Well, at Off the Charts, orders over $50 get free shipping in the U.S., not only that, but they always ship orders out the next business day, Monday through Friday, and every order gets tracking. Choose your favorite provider, whether it's UPS, FedEx, or the U.S. Postal Service. Check them out yourself at www.otcvideogames.com, or see their inventory updates and meet their staff on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube with the handle OTC Video Games. Again, that's www.otcvideogames.com and OTC Video Games on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.
All right, well, we want to take some time this episode to to maybe bare our souls a little bit <laughs> uh, and let people know about the deep, deep dark secrets that lie uh, in places uh, where we probably shouldn't go. But uh, <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about our piles of shame. That's insert, if, if you're a insert gamer, sound effect right there. Yeah, right. Uh, like a crypt opening or something like that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you've been a gamer for any amount of time, you probably do that. You buy games. You can't really uh, get around to playing. <laughs> well, especially if you're listening to a collector show. Um, you, I'm pretty sure that you're somewhere in this group. Um, but yeah, uh, just for those of you that are not familiar with the idea of a pile of shame or what we're going to call that, it would be games that you've purchased uh, and really never played. Maybe you had the best intentions. Maybe you thought it was going to be great. Maybe you loved the idea of the game, but for some reason uh, life happened and you just never got around to it. So we've all assembled but, but a little also, list. But also, yeah, but also, so the, the rules were you must own it. Yes. Because it can't be in a pile if you don't own it. That's true. Um, you must own it and... You must actually feel shame <laughs> right. that you haven't played. Because a lot of people buy a game and you're like, well, I'll get around to that. I'm not ashamed that I haven't played it. Yeah. These are, I'm a little ashamed that I own this and haven't played it. Yeah. I'm, I don't feel no, I don't feel any shame that I haven't played like Baseball Stars 2. You know right. what I mean? But, uh, but I think I'm going to be surprised. We haven't shared our list with each other prior to recording. So, no, uh, which I, is so exciting. Yeah, <laughs> I imagine we're going to uh, have some shaming of each other probably as we go through this list I, as well. I've I've actually thought about like saying the names of games and then hearing because Krabby's really pretty reserved. He'll be like, "Oh, really? No, I, I thought that you would have played that game." And <laughs> and and Duke is going to be like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I expect a little of that myself. Yeah, uh, it's uh, yeah. So you know, Bill can't just go, "Oh, the Steam Library," you know, or something like that. But uh, individual titles from whatever source, right? From whatever source. But um, mm. yeah, we're going to be very specific about this. We'll give each other some time to express our feelings and maybe talk about now, why. Yeah. Now I have. Now I. I'll, I'll, fair warning. Um. You guys told me the number of titles you have on your list. Yeah. I have far fewer. Um. A, a big part of that is because I. I really do try to make it a point to play the things that I purchase, and if I don't like them, I stop playing them, and I don't feel shame. Um. So I've. I've got about. I've got about 10 on my list that are legit shame games. So I think you guys might have a few more than me because you have bigger collections. Well, I used to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to start Play playing games, games when I wasn't having fun. No, I mean, yeah, well, that too. <laughs> well, if I know Bill, you'll, you'll come up with a few as we go through as well. Um, I have a feeling you may be right. Right. So um, I'll take the first walk of shame down the aisle and... <laughs> Man, do I feel bad about admitting this one out loud because I'm going to hear about it a lot. Oh. Um, no, so real quick before we start, yeah. has anyone ever lied about any of the games on their list and told people that they have played them? I got to do a quick look and make sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I, th I think I'm, I'm good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because someone's going to say, like, hey, you said that game was awesome. Back in I've episode three. <laughs> I've never actually played Mega Man 3. <laughs> At three minutes and 35 seconds. Yeah, because we definitely us. have fans. 
All right, what, what do you got, Shame Boy? Oh. I'm rubbing my hands in anticipation for this. What do you got? I have never... I mean, okay, uh, qualify. I have to qualify. Of course, I've tested these games out to make sure they work or played them for maybe a few minutes, but I have never played Zelda Majora's Mask. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> because this is on my pile of shame list. <laughs> I'm glad to know that I'm in good company. I don't feel as bad now. Crossover already. Why do you why do you feel shame for not playing that one? I Which one of oh, yeah, do go ahead. Yeah, and then I'll let you chime in too, Bill. Um I hear this so often. So many people chime in and they say this is like the secret Zelda that's the best Zelda and that, you know, you should really play this one. It's fantastic. And, um, you know, it's the one that doesn't get as much love as it deserves. And I'll be honest, I just, man, it was, it came out late in the system's life. I mean, I remember I was, I would go, I remember being in the movie theater. Uh, I don't know if it was like Matrix or whatever, but it was like right around that time. And there was a commercial in the movie theater before the movie about Majora's Mask. Um, really? Yeah, I remember seeing it. And I want to say it's it was right around Matrix time or somewhere around there. Um, maybe, 99. Maybe it was a little earlier, somewhere around in there. Hmm. But uh, I definitely remember even seeing it because I was like, wow, uh, Nintendo's got a commercial in front of a movie. But um, yeah, I... Everybody, you know, everybody loves the Zelda games on N64. Um, I have played a lot of um, Ocarina of Time. I will admit, I've not beaten Ocarina of Time, but I have played a lot of it. But really just never, never did Majora's Mask. Bill? Uh, Yeah, no, a a lot of the same uh, reasons. Um, I've got a a very good friend of mine who uh, calls it his favorite Zelda game. Um, He's not... Uh, like a collector or anything. He's just a guy who I've known forever who like used to love playing his N64 and he loves, uh, Majora's Mask. Um, same thing. It came out late in the cycle. Um, I never actually owned it until I started collecting just a few years ago. And it was one of those things where I was, uh, you know, always kind of trying to find time to play it. And then when Ocarina came out on the 3DS, it was like, oh, well, why don't I hold out? Because they'll probably do a 3DS version of Majora. <laughs> and, I've kind of been holding out hope for that for, and then like every once in a while, I actually see a story that says like, are they doing a Majora remake? And I'm like, Oh, please do that. Cause I would love to, you know, be able to play it on the go. Cause it's, it's so hard for me to play like the longer RPG style or like adventure, you know, action uh, RPG type games at home on a console. Cause they take so long to play. If I could just like, you know, play it like on a lunch break or, you know, like, you know, in the car waiting for my wife to come out of the store or something like that. Um, so yeah, just never got around to it. And really the other reason I feel shame is because I love so many of the Zelda games, uh, like in different ways. Like I love wind waker. I love skyward sword. I love Ocarina, but for all different reasons. So I feel like, you know, Majora, I would love Majora for a reason that I don't even know about yet. So that's, <laughs> that's kind of why I feel shame about it. Yeah, well, don't worry. When the 4DS comes out, I'm sure it'll be a launch title. <laughs> Quadraphonic. <laughs> you don't need a quadraphonic blob punk. You need a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> so, Krabby, are you the only one of the three of us that have played some Majora's Mask? I have actually beaten the game with every single mask. Wow. Wow. So tell us what and we're missing and why we should play it. You're, it. It's a treat for Zelda fans because it messes around with the main formula and it's it does it well. 
So you, you can play as Zelda in this world with all of the characters and species that you love in a totally different way than you can in any other Zelda game. And I think that's why it's so appealing to people. And help me understand the mechanic. There's three days until the moon crashes in, is that right? Yep. And you have to restart this time period over and over, but you can carry over your items, is that right? Correct, yeah. And there's a lot of like very specific time-based events that you need to try and set up through your actions to happen at certain times. Um, so there, there's a ton you can miss. Like you can finish the game and play it again the next time and find a whole bunch of new stuff that you missed completely. Now, at the end, do you somehow defeat the moon or something? Or you want me to give you spoilers? Well, I don't. No, spoil- I mean, you don't have to spoil no, 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 no. the ending. But I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, do you come into direct there, confrontation a- with the moon, or is something else causing the moon to crash? There's a pretty pretty epic battle in the end. That's all I'll say. Okay. All right. Because, uh, you know, normally it's like Ganon or Ganondorf, right? So. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Maybe one of these days when the 5DS comes out or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Bill and I will have to try that. Uh, okay. Well, I've opened up first. Uh, Krabby, you wanna, do you want to take the next crack at it? Sure. Um, so I am a little ashamed that I have never played and beaten any of the handheld Mega Man games. What? Can we just copy and paste that sound? <laughs> Not any of them? Any. I, I've beaten most of the console ones that I've owned and very much enjoyed them. And I, for some reason, I have never found the time to put in any of the handheld ones, even though I own like a dozen or more of them now. I mean, not even like is, Game Boy. Is it? Nope. <laughs> None. Okay. Like, there's, there's no exception to that. Like, I've got DS ones, I've got GBA ones, I got Game Boy ones. I haven't played or beaten any of them. And you love. Do you have? This. Can I ask? Do you have the Game Boy player? Yes, uh, I do. Uh, <laughs> I have ooh. a Super Game Boy and a Game Boy player. That makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> so soon, a Retron Five. <laughs> yeah. So every opportunity to play just never bothered. Is that it? Yeah, I kind of neglected handhelds in general, um, with a few exceptions. But uh, yeah, I just I don't know. Action games on on handhelds still have this stigma in my mind, and that really surprised me because the Mega Man games, at least on Game Boy, are really good. That's what I've heard from everybody. Even the the uh, what do you call it? the Battle Network, the like role playing kind. I haven't of ones. played those. I people in the store in the last like month have just been talking them up like crazy for some reason, and I own like almost all of them. And I've never put any time into them. Wow. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong; I haven't played all the Game Boy games, but I've got uh, I believe I got one and two, and uh, I like those a lot. I mean, I'm not. Uh, I don't know if I've ever beaten them, but I've played them a bit. They're really good. You should really play those, <laughs> <laughs> or at least play what? one of them. <laughs> I, I, it's still planned to. Well, I believe, I'm kind of surprised. I would think out of any series, maybe, that would have been if, one. Maybe if you're the passenger on that 15-hour Metal Jesus ride, you can <laughs> fire one up in the uh, passenger seat. In, in the last couple of months, I've been doing more handheld gaming than console gaming, which is pretty much the first time in my life it's ever been like that. So hmm. they might find a place in my library or in my... Game Boy very soon. I'll say you have a GBASP, right? Just, uh, yeah, it's perfect. I do. Yeah, it's the one I've been playing lately. Well, when your wife's chauffeuring you around town, you know, just <laughs> plug it in and play it. 
I'm usually doing boring stuff like checking emails and bleh, stuff. In the work, bleh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Adulthood, bleh. <laughs> Uh, so any comments on Mega Man handhelds, Bill? Uh, I'm I've, I don't feel qualified to comment on them. Um, I'm kind of a Mega Man one, two, three, four, and that's it guy. Mm. Um, I've uh, six I, was fun. They like the jetpack. You know what? I've yeah, never, never, never got further than four. Uh, I plan on owning them at some point. Um, they're trickier to find uh, complete in box. Mm-hmm. Um, pricey five and six. So uh, yeah, and pricey. Um, even though you know they're almost universally, uh, you know, acknowledged as not the best of the first six. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, never played them. Even not the best Mega Man is like greater than everything else, though. <laughs> yeah, very good. Yeah, it's like pizza. Like bad yeah. pizza, still pizza. Yeah. yeah, very good. All right, so Bill, you're up next. Yeah, so um, uh, going to kind of switch gears. Uh, I'm going to go to now. This is a game that I actually did start, um, and then fell completely out of and i'll explain why and the reason i feel shame is because uh two of my absolute favorite games of all time like if someone says to you what are your favorite games these two games are the ones that pop in my head are fallout 3 and skyrim yeah those are good i have i think not i played, know the game i have not played more than a couple hours of fallout new vegas oh! <laughs> <laughs> and i purchased it Right the day it came out, I was looking forward to it. I was working at Best Buy at the time. I had to walk by the cardboard stand up every day, like it's coming soon. It's coming soon. It's October, October. And then it happened, and I brought it home and I played it. And it's not that I didn't like it, but people on the PC uh, will remember that uh, this game was buggy <laughs> as anything when it came out. And some people complain about Skyrim bugs that were game breaking, but I didn't hit them, so it didn't bother me. So I hit this bug. In like probably like seven or eight hours into New Vegas, that destroyed my game, and I didn't want to keep going because it really destroyed a major quest line and made it fail. And I didn't have a, a previous uh, save uh, before this thing became broken because it kind of it broke in a weird way where I wouldn't even be able to go back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't want to play anymore. And I didn't also didn't want to play that seven or eight hours again. So I said, okay, I'm just going to play something else. I'll come back to this at some point and I'll want to restart it because I haven't played it in so long. And I never did. Oh. And I love Fallout games and I love Sky. I love that style. Uh, and, uh, Duke has told me before is like, cause I told him I prefer Fallout three to New Vegas. And he said, go back and play New oh, Vegas. Oh yeah. And I still have not. New Vegas to me is um, is just much better. Than, I mean, I won't say. I mean, it's still the same basic gameplay and whatnot, but uh, it just makes a lot better sense to me than the hodgepodge that was Fallout Three. I mean, the story was kind of goofy in Fallout Three, and you had that horrible like subway tunnel system through DC or whatever it was that you had to deal with. It was a mess. Um, Whereas, uh, you know, New Vegas is just, it plays really well. Everything is laid out just fine. It's, it's, a, it's a really great game. And the story is good. It's kind of fun. You have some choice in what happens. It's not just, you know, oh, go through, oh, you saved everything. You win. Yay. Um, so I would say, yeah, I can't believe it. I mean, how much you love those games, you just owe it to yourself, Bill. I mean, you owe it to yourself to, to play New Vegas. 
I, I know, and, and you'll see as some of the other games on my list come up, it's very difficult for me to start a game that I know is going to be 80 to 100 hours. And even though oh, I easily. know I will love it, yeah. even though I know I'll love it, it's hard for me to look at that and think, boy, if I start playing this, that's it for a little while. Right. So it's almost like I have to find that. To, so like right now, September's two games that I'm definitely buying. October is one game that I'm definitely buying. December is one game that I'm definitely buying. It's almost like, okay, if I'm going to play it, it's not till January. Like it's, I've, I've got to kind of find like a two month lull, <laughs> which is getting harder and harder as an adult it is. Uh, with a kid. But, uh, uh, but yeah, it's one of those games that it's still on the list of must go back and play, but, uh, haven't found that time yet. Yeah, I would say, uh, man, yeah, if you if you at all enjoyed those games, you'll love you'll love New Vegas. Um, I'm sorry to hear that the glitches got you so bad on that one. So yeah, yeah, it was it was a shame. Crabby, any comments at all about? No, like I, I heard about the glitches, I didn't realize they were that bad, or they could be that bad. I guess I remember when the game came out. There, I watched a video where in the very first scene where you like wake up. Like the doctor that's in the room with you, his head was spinning. just spin- <laughs> yeah, yep. spinning. Head head spinning in circles. Uh, like you walk through, you like you open a door, and then there's like the loading screen, and then when you come out the door on the other side, like the world just like opens up, like pieces of the building, like came through the door and like fell in front of you, and that's what happened to me. Like pieces of like the building that I just walked through fell and killed. Like, not only the companion I was with permanently, but also, like, a quest line person that was, like, a person that you're actually not even supposed to be able to kill in the game. Oh. So, it breaks, like, 30 quest lines, like, down the road. Oh, no. And I was like, I'm not, not having that as an option. Um, so, I, I made the decision. Like, I actually kept playing for a while, and I was like, I'm not, I can't, it's broken, I can't do it. Um but uh, yeah, it's just you know it was super glitchy out the out the gate. So and I played on three sixty. I must have got lucky because I didn't run into any crazy bad glitches. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. All right. Well, I guess I'm up again. <laughs> Man, I don't feel good about saying this. <laughs> <laughs> don't qualify it. Just say it. I have really not thoroughly played any Dragon Warrior Dragon Quest games past the first one. Wow. That really surprises me. <laughs> yeah, that really surprises me too. Yeah. I've, I actually I actually I considered I considered putting Dragon Warrior on the list because I own the first one and haven't played it. Yeah, I but, I uh, own every I, I own a copy of 2 through 9. You're such a wow. pro like classic final I'm, fantasy fan that i just I assumed you'd beaten all of those two. i know and I, I trust me like i seriously um i'm regularly like well i'm just gonna sit down i'm gonna i'm gonna do it i'm just gonna Did the ds uh, ones i yeah <laughs> i own them all uh, wow and i like it trust me i do i mean not even just because of the show i regularly sit down and think man i just all right i just need to get started you know i just Mm-hmm. I'll sit down. I'll plug in Dragon Warrior two, and let's just let's get going. And then I just I don't, and uh, and I yeah I love those kind of games. Um, of course, I've beaten Dragon Warrior one because I mean probably everybody back in the day did. I've not done it recently, but it's very it's pretty straightforward. There's not much more than it's pretty grind heavy, uh, uh, and you know just single character stuff. But 
Uh, it definitely opens up later. I've even watched, you know, some bits about some of the other ones. I own some, in some cases, multiple versions. You know, <laughs> I've got like the Game Boy Color of like one and two and three. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel so bad. <laughs> I really, I, and I feel like I owe it to myself that I should be playing these games. Uh, I don't know. I just, um, when I was younger, I mean, of course I played Dragon Warrior on the NES and then I played Final Fantasy and then I really just got hooked in pretty hard on that series, but I just really never went back and spent any significant time with Dragon Warrior. And, it's uh, okay to enjoy both of them equally. I know, but I, <laughs> you know how Final Fantasy, uh, and Dragon Warrior were everywhere on the NES. I mean, you couldn't go anywhere and not find those games, but yeah. like, Two through four on the NES, I didn't see those at my local rental stores. I mean, I never saw copies of those until I was an adult and went looking for them. They just see a ton weren't. of them nowadays, but yeah, back then I don't remember ever seeing them either. Yeah, it just wasn't um, a thing on my radar. I mean, I even played some other crappy NES. Well, I won't say crappy, but not as good NES RPGs like like Ultima, Exodus. I mean, I played the crap out of that one. So if I had it to rent, I'm sure I would have played them, but uh, I didn't. And uh, I hope to honestly get on the bandwagon and rectify that at some point in the future. I really, really do want to play those. And I want to kind of just do the series. Uh, but just like Bill says, it's really, man, it's hard. It's hard to find time. I even own the Japanese versions of the first four. <laughs> <laughs> it's wrong. But, uh, but yeah, that's it. I've said it. It's done. It's out there. <laughs> yep can't put the milk back in the container yeah something like that all right um it's it, it's been spilt yeah so shame on me um seriously yeah i feel bad about it. Can't, i can't even talk to you krabby do you have <laughs> do you have a game i have another game that you're ashamed of yes um you guys know that i'm a big atlas fan of both playing and collecting widget don't tell me you haven't, you haven't, played, me you haven't played wacky races I've beaten Widget. Come on. <laughs> Blackie races? Uh, no, I, I got that one relatively recently, though. So I don't, uh, I'm not too ashamed that I haven't played it yet. Okay. Um, but uh, there is only one Atlas published game on the Genesis, which I own, which is very hard to find and pretty pricey. And I feel a little guilty that I have this really awesome piece of my Atlas collection that I've never put in yet. And that is Crusader of Senti. Crusader of Senti? Now, I've seen that title, but I quite honestly don't know much about it. I don't either, and I'm ashamed <laughs> for that. <laughs> I don't have any experience with Crusader of Cindy. I, I'm under the impression it's kind of Zelda-ish, but I'm not positive on that. Huh. Uh, it, came, it came out in June of 1994, which is the last time the Rangers won a Stanley Cup, so <laughs> it's got that going for it. That's pretty, you know, that's pretty late in the Genesis life cycle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's surprising. Yeah. Because, I mean, what you had, um, well, Saturn in 94, right? And, and dude, seriously, I'm, I'm just looking at a screenshot of it. It is, like, if you, if you just, like, turned and looked at the screen real quick and looked away, you would think it was a Zelda game. See, that's, that's kind of what I'm, all I've seen is, like, the screenshots on the back of the game. And I know yeah. it's a valuable game. And that's the end of my knowledge of Crusader <laughs> of Safety. <laughs> So being a late release like that, is it a cardboard box? Is it plastic clamshell? What is it? Cardboard. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I hate those, those late, the worst. late releases. I know. I, I told the story about my mom cutting out the UPCs <laughs> on the 32X games to get the mail and rebate. It's like, what did you do? <laughs> the whore. Save 10 bucks. <laughs> That's what she did. <laughs> so wrong. And now you, and you have- know what's, And you know what's weird? You know what's weird is I never come across 32X games in the wild with the UPCs cut out. <laughs> she was like the only person that redeemed this rebate. That's why they do those rebates, because nobody does them, right? Yeah. They sound good when you're at the store. Yeah, nobody does it. Crusader of Senti. I'm going to have to just add that to my, you know, just watch for this game. I I wasn't familiar with it. Yeah, I didn't know either. So um, I'll be curious if any of our listeners are fans or anything to say. uh, Hop on social media and let us know. It's a big one for just Genesis collectors in general. It's one of the pricier ones. Where'd you find it? it? Um, a friend of mine, uh, was selling off uh, a chunk of his collection and he let some friends kind of get good deals on things before he went to make the big cash on them. Oh, it's good to know people. It's always good to know people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Well, Bill. Oh, it's back to me already? Yeah, I think you're ready to take another stroll. All right. I'm going to have to go with like a lesser one so we can save the big shame for just a little bit later. <laughs> um, this is a game that I don't feel a ton of shame, but I do, I do still feel shame because I love the publisher. It's a criterion game. Um, it's away from their normal jam, which is racing. Um, but it's a game that I've heard from everyone who's played it, all reviews. Everyone say it's fantastic. I was looking for a copy for a long time. Um, I was finally hooked up with a copy by someone on this show, mm-hmm. um, and I still have not played Black. Ah. Well, that was a big, uh, that was a really like lauded shooter at the time. It re- it really was. And it came from the guys who, the Criterion team, so the team that was behind the Burnout series, um, who had made like, you know, like four or five Burnout games before Black. Uh, I think it was like Burnout, Burnout Point of Impact, Three Revenge, uh, uh, no, sorry, three takedown, four revenge. And there was like a couple like in between ones. There was like Dominator on PSP and stuff like that. So really all these guys ever done was racing. So it was kind of weird. They came out with a first person shooter, but everything I've heard about this game is that it's fantastic. Uh, and there was actually talks of a black uh, sequel. Um, when Criterion started saying, yeah, we're thinking about doing something that's not burnout. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I own black. I have an Xbox, uh, original Xbox copy and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's probably not a title that most people would think of as like being uh, really shameful, but because of how much I love Criterion and the Burnout games, I always wanted to give this a try, and it is sitting on the shelf, never booted up. <laughs> the way you talked about that when you when you asked me to look for a copy for you, I thought it was like an old childhood favorite. I just <laughs> assumed you'd played a ton of it. No, I was like, I've been looking for a copy of Black forever, and I've never played it. I, I thought that meant like forever since me and my friends had that awesome weekend with it 10 years ago. <laughs> no. No, it was more like since I read an article about it <laughs> in a magazine and love the publisher. It's kind of like, uh, hey, you guys ever have a publisher you really like? <laughs> no, never. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was more of the uh, the connection to Criterion and just how I, I heard that it was actually really, really, really solid. Um, and the thing is, I kept seeing PS2 copies around, but I really wanted an original Xbox copy. Um, I don't know, because I'm weird. But, uh, yeah, so I have it, and maybe one day I'll play it. Is that one of the ones that you can play on 360? Uh, I don't believe so. Oh, yeah. I will check that backward compatibility list. Um, We actually used to have that printed out. 
uh, at work, because uh, people like because we still carried both systems when uh, uh, when I worked there. But uh, yeah, it's been a while. Funny how they could do that back then, but now they can't figure it out, right? Uh, <laughs> you know what? I this is another thing I don't feel qualified to respond on. Um, <laughs> not being like a you know a hardware you know programmer type of person. Um, yeah, it, it does seem to the layman that you'd be like. Why wouldn't they be able to figure that out? Yeah, but I'm pretty they sure keep, they, they keep they keep they keep telling us, trust us, we have top men working on uh, this. <laughs> right, top men, top men. But if they do that, then they can't charge you for PlayStation Now or whatever they come uh, up with, and, right? And Grumpy Grandpa always comes back with that. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a it's a profit scheme, yeah. Yeah, profit. All right, so you ready for this? So I just I just did a search while we we're looking here. Um, so black uh, is on the backward compatibility list oh. for PAL systems oh, no. <laughs> in 50 hertz and 60 hertz, uh, not for NT- NTSC Japanese systems, but yes, for NTSC North America systems with widescreen support. Whoa! So this so this one might be on the uh, on the playlist uh, sooner than previously anticipated. Uh, I think we just bumped up, didn't we? There we go. I feel <laughs> slightly less shame. Because <laughs> you know at least you don't have to hook up the old clunker Xbox to play it, right? Yeah, which which literally I do have like right next to the TV. It's I have an original Xbox like official Microsoft backpack because that's wow. what it required to move this thing from one location <laughs> to another. You couldn't use arms. You'd be tired by the time you got there. You couldn't play anything. But yeah, I have a, an Xbox backpack that my system is still in. So, uh, it would, it's, it would more, it's more to be able to use the controller than, you know, have oh, to take the yeah. system out. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, yeah, you should get on that. I know I had a, a good friend of mine played Black and he really ran and raved about it. He likes those kind of games. He said it was really good. So, um, mm. I want to say, and I could be totally wrong, but it was one of those first games that had sort of like destructible cover. Um, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say one of the first, but yeah, like definitely uh, not met. The thing is, I don't think it was one of the first, but not many games did that. Yeah, back in it that It was one gen. of the few games that, right. One of the, I, remember, I think the first game I remember being like, oh, you could destroy anything was Red Faction. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I remember that being like the thing, like, oh, you can like, if you want to get through to this other part of the world, you can just blast through the mines and go through there. Um, but yeah, it's not very many games did it. And I think you're right. I think Black does do it. Cool. Cool. All right. Uh, boy, does that bring it back to me already? It does indeed. Oh, Let's hear it. Wow. Oh, man. Bring it on. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Uh oh. Final Fantasy X. <laughs> No, I've played some Final Fantasy X. I can honestly say that uh, wasn't that <laughs> impressed. Um, oh snap! <laughs> but uh, you're on the right track. Final Fantasy three, the real Final Fantasy three, not six, okay. not six three, not six three. Okay, so legit three. Yeah, which honestly I don't feel terrible about because quite honestly, th- there wasn't even a U.S. release of that at all until DS. Uh, there was a DS remake of three. Oh, that's that's yep. right, and it was yeah. also released on PC. Yeah, I mean, I own the DS remake of Final Fantasy three. I did actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, I played it for maybe like an hour, <laughs> and I was not terribly it's impressed. All, it's also it's also on iOS. I just remembered <laughs> <laughs> for like eighteen dollars. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, yeah. 
But Square doesn't know how to price their I stuff. I didn't know yeah. iOS games even got that high. Oh, Squares oh, do. Yeah. They're probably the only one just about, but uh, yeah. So you have the DS version. I actually have the Famicom version as well. Um, now, which one are you more likely to play? I'll be really honest. I'm much more likely to play a translated version of the NES Famicom game than that's than what the I was DS thinking. One. Yeah, I would like to go back and experience the real Final Fantasy three um, introduction of like the job systems and whatnot to the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it'd be really good. Um, I, it's definitely on my playlist. I want to play it at some point in time. The problem is, as I don't have like a flash cart right now, and if not, mm-hmm. I'd have to pay somebody to repro it for me. Uh, That's what I was just thinking. Yeah. So, is that something you'd be interested in pursuing? Is have someone throw it on a cart for you? I would. I would honestly, if I was going to buy some repros, uh, that would be one of them. I have. I have uh, actually a repro of the Final Fantasy II Proto for the US NES. I don't have Final Fantasy 3 yet, so um, yeah, one of these days I might, I'll probably spring for that one. I would definitely like to play it. But uh, yeah, I mean, I sort of don't feel as bad because we didn't get it forever, but I still feel bad because it's like the, it's it the only main one. Is the only Final Fantasy in the first 10 that you haven't played? Yeah, I will, and it's the only one in the any of them. I mean, besides like the spinoffs. That I haven't played. And, besi- and besides uh, 11? No, I played 11. Oh, you did play 11? Yeah. I've played, uh, like I said, all of them except for like the Dash 2s and, and all that. 14 as well? Uh, well, no, I don't have a PC. I'd say, okay, yeah, I haven't played 14. It's on PS3. Come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it is. But no, I have not, yeah, I haven't played 14. But the rest of them, yeah. So I, yeah. Oh, interesting. I'll get there. I'll get there. What is your level of urgency to start a Final Fantasy three uh, repro uh, hunt? Honestly, if I wasn't on a spending freeze right now, I would be pretty interested. Um, okay, but so by the end of the year, you think? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, is that like I you... only have really two NES games left on my radar that are legit mm. games to get. So I, you know, I would really like to move towards. Finishing that up. And there'll always be uh, homebrews between now and then. Those will get picked up. So it's hard. It's hard to stop and go, well, all right, I'll throw some funds at this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. But I suppose if somebody did like an excellent, like a really nice edition of it, I would probably have to, yeah, I'd probably do it. (laughs) But that's, yeah, that's me. Sorry, guys. Any, have you, either of you played that version? Like the DS or anything? Not to nope. No. Well. Nope. It, when it when it came out, I was really close to giving it a try. I read a lot of reviews uh, for it, and uh, everyone said pretty much the same thing. So it's pretty cool if you want to, you know, go back and kind of see like where the series was at that point. They said the job system was revolutionary at the time, but you know, if you've played many of the titles since then, it's kind of like well. You know, you can kind of see like how it originated, but, uh, you know, you've played stuff that's more advanced than this already. Um, so, uh, yeah, it just, it just seemed like something that was like, oh, I mean, it's, it'd be cool, but, uh, I just didn't, I didn't pull the trigger. I almost bought it because I thought it was six. And then when I, <laughs> when I learned it wasn't, I lost all interest. Mm. Yeah. I actually did buy six, the GBA version. I've got that one too. Yeah. As a big fan of five with the job system and of Bravely Default with the job system, 
uh, I really want to give three a try. I really want to play it. So, Krabby. All right, this one I know you're going to give me your your big what for, <laughs> but uh, like, like Stone Cold. Yeah. What? <laughs> um, I still have not played Dead Space. Um, <laughs> come on. <laughs> You, yeah, you're only going to get one what, because uh, uh, I've started it like three times. Oh. <laughs> and I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm just saying it's not my jam. So Duke can tell us why we're wrong. <laughs> but, uh, here's why I say this for Krabby, because Krabby loves these survival horror games. I think I would love... almost. I, I've, the only Dead Space I've played, sorry, I've played Dead Space Extraction for the Wii, the like, rail shooter. And I loved the story behind well, it sure. and the, the kind of bad guys in the atmosphere. And I really think I would like it. And I don't know why I have not put it in yet. Just I don't. other games have taken priority for some weird reason. I have no doubt in my mind that you would love it. <laughs> I think I know you would be like sending me a message like, this is great. <laughs> and I'd why be like, well, I yeah. Play this sooner? <laughs> <laughs> why don't you just tell me the name of the movie you want to see? <laughs> Except for I will say in the first Dead Space, there's this horrible like space cannon couple scenes that's really annoying but it's really it's pretty minor the rest of the game is awesome and two is amazing three uh, take it or leave it but i'm uh, intrigued about this space cannon now it's like a really bad shooter section it's bad oh i'm I'm okay with that it's not it's not good all right uh well i feel bad for both of you because dead space is a great at least the first two are ah amazing um i think honestly that out Resident Evil, Resident Evil, because the new Resident Evils were something else. I don't doubt that at all. <laughs> I have played some of the new Resident Evils, and they're not what I want. Yeah, and that's why I was so heartbroken with Dead Space Three because I was like, "Man, you guys are getting this so right," and then, oh no, don't do this to me. Uh, they went like, "Oh, you see what Resident Evil's doing now? Let's do some of that." <laughs> oh. Yeah, I've 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 heard three took a sideways slash backstep. Yeah, let's just say it was. Uh, what I hope to happen is that they'll make like another one someday and be like, you know what? That uh, yeah, well, let's just just say that it didn't happen. Yeah, they make another one and they call it Dead Space Three. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or just reboot the whole thing and just do another Dead Space. The amazing Dead Space. <laughs> Something, right? Because after so many years, you can just do that again, right? You can just go back to the oh, original yeah. title. After like four, after like, you know, three movies, just make the next one and call it The Amazing and just pretend like the first ones weren't there. Right. But, man, on a side note, um, you guys heard, right? Uh, Resident Evil is getting another release on the new consoles. Yeah, they're remaking either the first one or Zero. Was that the rumor? No, they're um, republishing the one for GameCube. Yeah, that's the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with the crimson heads well, and all that? G- yeah. Nice. yeah, GameCube had Zero um, and then just Resident Evil, like just the remake of the PlayStation yes. 1, right? Uh-huh. And this, that's what this is, a re- remake of the of the original Resident Evil. It's the being... remake of the remake. Yes! Love it. <laughs> the HD remake-ish remake-o. Something. <laughs> it better have Kinect support. That's all the gamers are saying. <laughs> that's what everybody wants. Certainly. Ah, oh, play Dead Space, Krabby. Uh, all right, <laughs> Bill. Uh, back to me. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this one, I'm going on. I'm switching to uh, a Sega Saturn game. Mm. That uh, once again, someone on this uh, 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 show 
very, very, very generously helped me acquire, mm-hmm. um, which makes it all the more shameful that I haven't played Dragon Force. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's a pricey one to get and not play. It's it's a pricey one to get and not play. <laughs> <laughs> and so, little story behind this. So, I've told this on the show before, but basically a friend of mine called me and said, hey, I've got some games. I want to see if you're interested in them. Can I bring them over? And I said, yeah, come on over. So, he came over. He handed me a bunch of games. And it was like, you know, a couple Nintendo games, like boxes. Oh, it was pretty cool. So, I go through, I go through, and then I get to the last one. It's Dragon Force. And I kind of got my poker face on because this dude, like, I'm not sure if he knows <laughs> what he handed me. So I'm like, okay. And I'm not going to screw him or anything, but I'm just like, you know, just trying to like hold my stuff together. So then I open the case and there's a CDR in there that written on it with Sharpie says like, ha ha, fool you. <laughs> um, so it's, it, it is the real case and manual, but the game's not in there. So he was like, I bought the other stuff from him and he was like, you can have that case. That's, awesome. know, I don't, I don't, that's fine. So yeah, it was, it was, it was a great thing to get and throw it on the shelf and no one knows there's no disc in it. Um, so, uh, I forget exactly how it came together, but Krabby, I, uh, I can't remember. I think how it was you it. were trolling Kijiji for my area. Maybe? Or, or, or did you, uh, I'm pretty I can't sure remember. you, I'm pretty sure you contacted me and said, Hey, do you want to see if this guy's willing to let go of that loose dragon? That's like long yeah, distance I, trolling too, right? It re- yeah, it was like, uh, I don't, re- I think it was, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like Krabby somehow. Po- I think Krabby posted something about his local Kijiji, like, oh, this dude's asking this for this stuff. And I think I like saw him post the thing and I was like, dude, is there any way that you could get just that? Dragon Force disc for me, like, you know, what? I, and I think uh, Krabby ended up like, getting a lot from the guy for a pretty cheap price, and he just sent me the Dragon Force disc, mm-hmm. um, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. And it was in, it was in, it's kind of scratched up, but I brought it to my local store and they, they did a, like a, a cleaning on it and they booted it up. It works fine. Um, so yeah, it comes back to my being hesitant to jump into any game that's going to take an extended period of time. Um, but at the same time, like every time I look at my Saturn collection, I look at it and I'm proud of it and like ashamed at the same time. <laughs> I have no idea what the game's about. I haven't read like, you know, like a synopsis. I think you would really like it. Story. Have you guys played the game? I've played it a little bit. I think you'd yeah, really like it as well. It's like a strategy, like, uh, well, I don't know if it's strategy, Oof. but yeah, I was like right up your alley. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, is it? Uh, does it feel super Japanese? No, I would say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why? In what? In what? Like like the anime way? Uh the the art style definitely. Oh well, definitely sure. But uh, well, it feels like other like kind of management games on the console at the time, didn't it? Yeah. But I mean, it's not. Which were all pretty much Japanese at the time. Like yeah. <laughs> North American ones hadn't really taken hold yet. Well, I mean, there was a lot of PC games that were similar in nature to all that. I think this when Bill talks to me about the games he likes, I would be like, okay, this is definitely a Bill game. Yeah, as far as Saturn games, I think that'd be one of Bill's top top ones. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to fire it up. The, one of my first uh, orders of business at. Uh, uh, my new place, uh, as long as everything comes together, is to get the retro area like set up fully functional, mm-hmm. so I can just have all the systems uh, connected, like I've been planning for years. Um, so just being able to easily fire it up is going to be a step in the right direction. Nice, definitely. I, 
Are you are you kind of trying to hint to me with these last two that I should stop sending you games? <laughs> <laughs> Just, that is all of the games on my list uh, that uh, Krabby has sent me. So, you know what we should do though is like the next time you get the the urge to send me a game, just say. So, have you played Dragon Force yet? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't do that. I'll send you whatever you want. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. I mean, is it back to me already? It is. Man. It's your, wow. This, yeah. this goes fast. These rounds go fast. Um, okay. Now, this next one I... Which, 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 is, which is good. I got a flea market in the morning. Oh, uh, <laughs> priorities. Sorry. Um... <laughs> To add to the pile of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this next one, I don't know. I'll be kind of curious to see, see the reaction from you guys on it, but it's something I do. What? I do. Maybe. I don't know. But something <laughs> I do want to get to. I mean, personally, I don't know if it's maybe like a jaw dropper, but um, I've not played Alan Wake. Oh, that's. I'm okay a with great that. Great <laughs> game. I know Krabby's okay with it because, uh, but no, hey, I, Alan Wake. I actually beat that game, so I feel oh. like I can talk about. Wow. It. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, did you play uh, American Nightmare? No, I have that no. too. <laughs> American Nightmare was a little bit different. You actually played through the same bit of game like six times. It was just like a little bit extended each time. It was almost like you were like reliving the same nightmare, only it went further. So it was. It was weird because it was repetitive, but it was still interesting. Um, but yeah, Alan Wake, That's uh, I thought that was a really good game. Yeah, I had a lot of friends that played it uh, right around that time. But um, like a good buddy of mine um, on Twitter, he's the beard. Uh, but um, he's a you know, big Xbox guy and plays a lot of these games and does the whole you know, gamer score. And until recently, he was like, number one in Indiana, I think, in gamer score. And he got bumped, and I think he's getting back up there. But anyway... Um, I'm number one in my house. What's that? <laughs> I'm number one in my house. There you go. Uh, I was. Uh, I remember when it came out. He kept talking to me how much he loved it, how much he was, you know, enjoying. It's like, oh, you got to play, you got to play Alan Wake, you got to play Alan Wake. And uh, I don't know. I just i I picked it up a little afterwards when it got cheaper. Meant to play it, and I just never. Mm-hmm. I just never got back to it. Um, mm. It had a very unfortunate release date. I don't recall when it released. An, another extremely popular, and not even in the same genre, but another extremely popular and successful game came out on the same day, or like the week after, a week before, was a Red Dead Redemption. Oh, so I didn't play that. So, so. A, a lot of the people, like a lot of people say that's what hurt the game. Also, Microsoft didn't market it. Um, one of the coolest things about this game, like so, too many games to me, like feel really dark, mm-hmm. and I can't see anything. Now, this game did this really really I don't know how they did it but they they the whole game is dark but I still feel like I can see everything but I'm still getting the atmospheric effects of everything being dark mm. and using light as a weapon it's almost like the light sears off the like the the protective shell of the enemies and it's got this really satisfying like kind of pop when you've like kind of like taken all their shields down and the shooting mechanics cool too cuz once you your, your, your ammo is limited, but once you get that kind of killing shot, the game automatically kind of like slows it down and gives it like just a very slight slow motion. So, you know, okay, I can stop shooting at this guy and not waste bullets because I've, you know, I've just taken him hmm. down. Um, I thought it was really cool. Uh, so Krabby, you finished it and, uh, you're just kind of in the middle on it. Yeah. Yeah. Just mediocre to me. I, I do agree that the atmosphere was fantastic and dark and you could still tell where you're going though. Totally. Hmm. I thought, I thought, uh, a lot of yeah, I mean that was uh, 
it was a pleasant surprise for me. I mean, I, I wouldn't put it on my top, you know, games of the system by any means. Um, but I thought it was a very solid experience. And, uh, I don't think, I don't think anyone who plays it all the way through, you know, even if it's not like their jam, I think most people are like, yeah, you know, it wasn't awful. <laughs> Maybe that's not putting it at the top of my list if it's not awful. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's all right. It's something I want to get to at some point. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, you should play it. All right. And it's 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 not it's not a long game. That's good. And that was another that's another thing that people was a complaint that like all the the lengthers uh, have on it is uh, <laughs> it's somewhere I want to say because you're you're a fairly skilled uh, uh, video game player, Chris. So it's you're pro you're probably in the seven to ten hour range. Oh, that's not bad. So, yeah, it's not bad at all. It's probably like a weekend. Like, if you get a couple sessions in, you could probably finish it up. I'll be honest. These days, I'm glad when they're not that long. Yeah. There's a few There's a few titles I want to be drawn out, but a lot of games I'm mm-hmm. kind of like, uh, you know, I don't need so much. Exactly, yeah. Get in, get out, have fun. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. But there's a few titles I definitely want to draw up, and yeah, not a lot. Not a lot. Um, Krabby? I'm going to uh, follow up Bill's Saturn with a Saturn of my own. Okay. Um, a little while ago, after opening the store, a nice young gentleman that I've I've known for several years casually decided to sell me his game collection with stipulation that a few specific titles, he would only sell them if I was personally interested in them, not, not to the store. Mm. And so one of those was a fantastic, I don't think he ever played it, copy of Panzer Dragoon Saga. No! I, I, I had a feeling. <laughs> I had a feeling. It's just been sitting on my shelf for about six or seven months now. No! And I haven't even... How, how, many, of the, how many of the discs uh, uh, are in there? Oh, all four are in there. Oh, okay. And yeah. the cardboard sleeves? They're all there. And like the I, little literally brick? every like he, he sold me some other things too from his collection. And he either played them once or didn't play them. Like, these things weren't barely touched at all. Oh, that hurts a little. I have heard such good things about it, not just as a Saturn game, but just as, like, a role-playing game there's in like, general. There's nothing quite like it. Yeah, that's what I keep hearing. And I I feel like I've put way more time into way worse Saturn games. I should <laughs> probably have uh, put this one in by now. Yeah. I just... um. That's a tough part about this game is that if you, I mean, there's no other way to play it, really. I mean, I guess you could emulate. I don't know how good Saturn emulation is or bad because I don't, I don't mess yeah, with it. Yeah, I don't it, know but, either. I got no idea. Um, but that's the problem is so few people have gotten to play this game because A, it's not common and B, it's on the Saturn, uh, very late release. But um, yeah, I mean, I've talked about it before. It's... The battle mechanic is so interesting because it's not like any other RPG. You kind of can traverse the world on your dragon. There's like these other parts where you're outside all of your dragon, like in towns. And I mean, I don't know. It's just really, it's really cool. You should really play it. So, Chris, you still own it? Oh, of course. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I bought it when it came out. Still own the copy. Uh, oh, it's your original copy. Yes, and I don't. I oh, don't think cool. even if I had to get rid of a lot of stuff, I wouldn't sell that. It's impressive. It means a lot to me. It's a really. It, it, I loved it to death back then, and I still. Um, I've you know I've not gone back to play it through it again. It's a longer game, of course, but I had a fantastic time with it. Really did. 
So shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> you should play that, man. I don't think you said so far. I think I would put that at the top. But uh, the top. That's that's over Dead Space so far. Uh, yeah. I've, if yeah. you own a game like that, and not just because of the rarity, not just because of the money, not very many people. Oh, you owe it to yourself. Other people don't get the chance to play it. You owe it to yourself to play it. That, that's how I feel about that Crusader Senti as well. Same, Probably. Same idea. Yeah. Because it's one of those things where if, you know. <laughs> speaking of like rarity and uh, value, I'll, I'll have one more later that's even worse than that in that sense. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm sure some, we'll. Some foreshadowing. Uh, well, I've seen your video. I know it's not stadium events, so. <laughs> Heck no. I've beaten the crap out of that. <laughs> that's one. right. I got to get my money's worth. I play that weekly. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's the best part. Every everything on Krabby's uh, list is, uh, oh, he hasn't played Panzer Dragoon Saga, but he's played like thirty eight hours of Bases Loaded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really, <laughs> it's pretty terrible. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, now that you've brought that up, now that's even more shameful. <laughs> wow, you could have done a like a, a let's play of Panzer Dragoon Saga twice. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, Yeesh. Bill, can you maybe take some take some heat off me, Bill? Yeah, maybe something that's not right. so bad. Um, if you want to take some heat off you, uh, no, I'm gonna go with this one first. <laughs> um, which I think I I know for sure one of you have played this game, maybe both. Uh, it's a game's got a reputation for being a, a touch on the difficult side. Mm. Which is, you know, it's just another possible deterrent. Like, you know, you don't want to go in and be destroyed. Um, but, uh, you know, I said, whatever. I'm going to buy this game. I bought it. I played it for a few minutes. I said, okay, I like it. I'm going to give this another try in a little bit. And that was like a year ago. Uh, I have not played more than a few minutes of Dark Souls. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'll be real honest. Uh, I've not really played much of that one either. So, Krabby, I know that... Uh, so, how many minutes are we talking? Like, 10, 30? Um, you know when you first start the game, and it asks you, like, what do you want to be? And you're like, oh, I want to be this guy, and I want the key, or I want the you know, like, whatever item you choose. <laughs> so- uh, no, 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 no. And then I, like, there's, like, a staircase on the right, and you walk up the staircase, and then, like, a boulder shows you. <laughs> yeah. And then I restarted. So I was like, okay, now I know about that boulder. And then you walk in that room, and then they got big monsters in there, and then you run in the next room. And then there's like a skeleton with like a bow and arrow and he kills you. I think that's when I stopped <laughs> All right. playing. I, I really want to say like stick with it, but really, you know, pretty quick if you're going to be into it or not. I, I yeah. think if you turned it off, I, I don't see you going back to it without, uh, without maybe yeah. a companion to help walk you through it or at least switch exactly. off the controller. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like my, my brother, not, not my brother-in-law, my, my sister's boyfriend, uh, uh, is a huge fan of this game and he, he doesn't have Dark Souls 2 yet, but he, he's like really pining for it. So uh, every time I mentioned that I had, like I said, you know, do you think you could just give me like a, you know, 20 minute, like sit down and like, you know, kind of walk through some of the basics? He's like, Oh yeah, absolutely. So that's kind of in my mind why I'm justifying not been playing it at all. So I'm like, Oh, well, as soon as I have that tutorial session, like, you know, that'll change, but, uh, it still doesn't change the fact that every time I like look at it, I'm like, Oh. It's been like a year <laughs> and I haven't played like beyond like that, like first little bit. Uh, and, uh, uh, actually when I was, um, uh, 
the year before it came out or like the, the summer before it came out was the one E3 that I went to and I played it on the floor at E3 and it was like a little bit further into the game. So you had like more like armor and stuff and yeah. it was like, you know, uh, you know, a little bit harder to get killed. And I felt like I kind of held my own a little bit, even though I didn't know exactly how to control my defenses and, you know, like kind of pick my spots to attack. Um, but like just starting the game like fresh with nothing, uh, I didn't feel like I had a handle on it at all. So I, th- I think I really could benefit from someone kind of showing me the ropes for a few minutes. But, uh, yeah, I, I really, really think that, uh, Dark Souls could be something that I really could sink my teeth into, but, uh, have not gotten beyond that, uh, tutorial area. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't played much of it either, but I don't feel shame for that. <laughs> you should. I feel shame. I feel shame because. I'm running away from it because it's too hard. <laughs> it's like if I play, if I, it's like if I played it and, and didn't like it, that'd be one thing, but like I kind of like it. I just wish I was better at it. Dark Souls is one of those weird things where I hear <laughs> so many people talking about how much they love it. And then I hear it's like so cryptic, weird, brutally hard and doesn't tell you anything. It, it's because right. it's, it's one of those things where when you get good at it, you're part of like an elite crowd and you feel special for having uh, learned these weird things yeah right you're in the club i can i can beat the castlevania games that makes me i'm cool enough. <laughs> i can do that two two does make you pretty cool no not two <laughs> <laughs> i think uh i think my four-month-old daughter could about beat castlevania too but uh, oh, she couldn't figure out where to kneel <laughs> with the crystal come on <laughs> okay i'd have to help her with that part <laughs> okay um <clears throat> up next I know I'm going to get some crap for this one. Eternal Darkness for the GameCube. Ooh. It's a really, really not, cool one. I've not really yeah. spent much time with Eternal Darkness. Have you? How much time have you spent? Like maybe 20 minutes. Oh, Requiem yeah. for a Sanity? Yes. I, and I don't feel as bad because technically I've watched most of it because I've watched a friend play through a lot of it back when it came out. But I've not myself really <sighs> played how do you guys feel about when people like I I know a couple who like they kind of they they live together they play like games together and I asked the girl I'm like hey have you played this and she's like well I watched you know I watched the entire thing mm-hmm. and I'm like okay so you know what happens <laughs> but have you played it right so do you consider watching someone play the whole game playing it no I don't but I mean at least okay. I have a concept of what I'm missing sure sure yeah. I have a friend who's very much a gamer, like through and through, who in the last six months has YouTubed so many games more than he's played, and he, he's very happy and content with it. He says, he says, now I'm purging these games that I don't want to play from my collection, and I'm only keeping the ones I know I'll play again, and just through YouTube videos for the most part. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm cool with that. Usually when I do that, it's only games I don't have any intention of ever playing. I, I do it. I sometimes do that when I've given up on playing a game, but I'm curious about the story. Um, like, uh, like I YouTubed the cinematics for like Metal Gear Three because oh. I tried to play the first like two hours, like wait like five times. And I was like, okay, I'm not getting through this, but I want to know the story, mm. so I YouTube like cinematics. <laughs> it's crazy, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but so, so, uh, uh, Eternal Darkness. Yeah, Have you- this game. I think I was working at Toys R Us when this game came out. And nobody bought it except like one kid who worked there. And he was like, I'm telling you, this is going to be like one of those games that people are looking for in 10 years. No one can find. It's awesome. 
It's a smart man, ahead of his time. <laughs> he was also working at Toys R Us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Genius, perhaps. <laughs> uh, so either I of have, you guys I, played? I finished I that one. You finished that one. Yeah. yeah, I don't own it. I have played it, and I it is on my uh, like list of uh, you know games to buy slash look out for. I played it when it came out, but I didn't uh, at a friend's house. I didn't own it. Uh, I have one complaint with it, and that is once you understand how the sanity meter works, you can easily easily manipulate it to your advantage so it's always full, and you don't have to worry about the really cool sanity effects. Yeah, but it is. As far as GameCube games, it's definitely one of the ones people should try. Hmm. Now, now, money wise, what's that go for if someone's looking for it? I don't think it's too bad. Somewhere like twenty, twenty-five, something like that, right? That's not that's not bad at all. So it's like half a Pikmin. <laughs> Pikmin's around the same right now. Pikmin two, maybe. But Pikmin, that's what I meant. No. Yeah, Pikmin two is like fifty, sixty, right? Yeah, it came, yeah I think maybe, it came down maybe a forty. Bit, yeah, they, they, they did the, they did the remake one on the Wii with the new controls. Yeah. And it was a it was a Nintendo Selects even, so that one was like twenty bucks forever. Right. Yeah, yeah. It'll probably pick back up later, I would guess. Give it another five, ten years. Just, um, give, just needed a couple angry video game YouTube <laughs> reviews, and it'll be back up there. Yeah. Ah, so crabby. I'm up already? You're up already, man. It All comes right. fast. I, I don't think these ones will be quite as uh, painful for you as the last. Um when the uh, 316 PS3 first came out, there was a few games I really, really wanted to get for the systems. This is when I worked at the video store, so I saw them coming out. I just didn't have a system to play them on. Uh, but one of the biggest ones was Eternal Sonata. I thought it was the first thing that looked really, really cool to me that, that ever came out on a next-gen console. Bought a copy eventually got the system to play it on. <laughs> Still haven't put it in. <laughs> uh, and I can say that uh, I played the demo of that. Uh, when the demo came out, I don't own the game. Uh, I I don't want to break your heart, but I don't think you're missing much. I, I, I've i got, I think, realistic expectations going in. Yeah. I still think I'm really going to enjoy it. You may... Just the, the art style and the music, I think, will just really draw me in. Let me just say, maybe out of this pile that we're putting together, maybe it's towards the lower part of the pile. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, it's not, I won't say it's a bad game. Um, it just seems to be kind of a mediocre, eh, you know, it's okay. It's still something I feel like I need to play to justify owning a PS3 or 360. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that makes you sleep better at night, then... Uh, yeah. Then go for it. There's no time I, to sleep. I yeah, I don't own this one. I remember seeing it. I remember thinking like, oh, that could be a cool, uh, you know, like little game. Um, you know, if I if I end up with some time. But uh, the the there's one game on the 360, on the early side of the 360 RPG si- uh, games that really kind of like satisfied all of my RPG needs to the point where I didn't go play any other RPG on the system. Can I just say it for you? Oh, yeah, everyone knows what it is. Blue Dragon, right? Nope. Oh, Lost Odyssey. Yep. All right. And and Blue Dragon is the other one, and there's a lot of people, including you guys, who've said, like, wait, you never played Blue Dragon? Yeah. Uh, you have to go buy it. And my big it's thing like is I know it's... <laughs> yeah, it's like nothing, but, like, when I... when I, I, do, I just did a quick search uh, when someone told me to play it a while ago, like, 
and uh, say like, oh, like, well, I, like, just so I know going in, like, about how long is this game? Oh, and they're like, yeah. it's long. Oh. <laughs> like a hundred <laughs> so hours. That's the reason sure. I have. That's yeah. That's the reason I haven't played it. But uh, but yeah, Eternal Sonata um, is it's weird because it's when when you think about RPGs on the system, a lot of people think of like you know Blue Dragon and Lost Odyssey. But Eternal Sonata, uh, if you like that art style and that you know. Uh, that type of game, um, it's probably a, a you know a solid little play. Yeah, it looks bright, cheerful, and it's supposed to be relatively short, which is mm. all sounds very appealing to me. Right, <laughs> I can understand. I can understand. Uh, Bill, what do we get up next? All right, so this one I might get the most crap from Krabby. All right, I'm ready. Bring it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, and, if you're gonna get crap from Crab, what's that like? Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna say, "Oh, I'm so sorry you haven't played that." <laughs> um, and he's gonna get he's gonna want to revoke my Sakaguchi fan club uh, uh, card. Oh, so. Uh. <laughs> All right. I own the game. I started playing it. I tried so hard to stay with it. <laughs> I think I know and where you're I going. I don't think it's a bad game at all. It's just not <laughs> for me. I think I know where you're going here. But I do not think I will be playing any more of the last story. Yeah, yeah, I know where yeah. you're going there. I, I I felt this could go two ways. It went the better of the two ways, at least. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other way you I, thought? I thought Final Fantasy IX was going to come out of your mouth. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Because, yeah, I've, I've, well, first of all, like, I do own that and I haven't finished it. I got to the third disc, but I don't feel shame about not finishing that at all. Uh, and I don't judge, I, I, two of my very good friends, uh, you and, uh, Krabby and another person cite this game as one of their favorites of all time. And I have no problem with someone saying that. Again, it's, uh, just my personal take on it. But yeah, the last story, um, and I feel really guilty and shameful for it because I was, so on that band of fans that was just like, get this thing over here, get it over here, get Oper- it over here. Operation Rainfall. That's yep. right. I want it right now. I want it. I want it. I want it. Um, and it's weird because I ended up liking Xenoblade Chronicles a whole lot more than this game. Um, but yeah, the last story, um, I tried, I tried, I tried. And I even, I, I, like, I was like texting Krabby and I was like, I don't know. Do you get the feeling that like it's not good in this way or this or this or this? And Krabby just like, no, I think it's great. <laughs> See, that game, it kind of suffered to me like Final Fantasy Thirteen did, where mm-hmm. the lo- longer you play it, the more time you invest into it, the better it gets. It, it really doesn't uh, doesn't have a good opening. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's, it didn't have a great opening. I feel like you're in a party with a bunch of people, and like the combat wasn't really well explained. And the city that you kind of start, like, once the game kind of settles down and, like, you get into, like, the tavern where you can, like, you know, get jobs and go do stuff, like, it's really not clear, like, the the experience and, like, meeting people, like, it really just seems like it's not, you know, I, I think fleshed you, out. I think you got to hit, like, this somewhere in, like, 8 to 10 hour point and then you're just like, wow, this game just got awesome. Why didn't I realize it was awesome the rest of this time? Doing the same yeah, stuff, I just kind of understand it better now. That's tough when you have to get that far in. Yes, I agree. It is. And then the thing is, like, I, there's games that I've defended before that I'm like, no, 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 I know, I know it sucks, I know it sucks, just wait till you get to X point. And it really is a shame when a game's like that, but, uh, 
uh, you know, I've been on the other side of that argument where I'm like, listen, I know, I know it's a slow burn. Just get to this point and you'll be, you'll be happy that you got there. So, uh, I mean, it's possible that I'll fire it up at some point, but it's also possible that I won't do it until my son is old enough to play. <laughs> and then he says, what's the Wii? And we say, oh, let's fire up Mario Galaxy because it's amazing. And then I'll say, what's the last story? And I'll say, that's a good question. We don't speak of that one. <laughs> we don't go to Ravenholm. <laughs> I, think, I think what he'll say is, you have to use your hands? That's like a baby's that's like game. like a baby's toy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a crack shot at this. No, yeah, he'll say that about the Play Choice 10. <laughs> Probably. You have to use your hands. <laughs> oh man. So so yeah, and uh, and again as a as a big Sakaguchi fan, uh uh you know, and again Project Rainfall, everyone probably knows about uh, all the the people trying to bring these uh Japan only uh, RP- major RPG releases uh Xenoblade, uh Last Story and Pandora's Tower. Um, of the three, Pandora is the only one I haven't played at all. Um, but uh, yeah, I own this game, and I really, really, really was looking forward to it for a long time. And it's not bad. It's not like the Last Remnant, where you were looking forward <laughs> to it, and the game was poo-poo. Um, it's no infinite but, in uh, discovery. Yeah, infinite undiscovery. I've actually heard uh, some people like that. Yeah, I've met a few. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, that's uh. That's my little bit of shame, a little bit of Mistwalker shame. I hear you. I still don't own in Pandora's Tower. I never got around to that one. Um, all right. Well, I think that puts me back up again. Yep. Um, this one I feel bad about. Um, I guess I'm not terrible because I was I kind of late to the party, but um, Eastbook One and Two on Turbo CD. Ah, I I might have to join you in that. Yeah, I mean, I've got the game. I've had the game for years. Um, but quite honestly, I don't feel as bad because I've only had the ability to play it fairly recently. Um, probably a, a bit over a year ago, maybe a year and a half, uh, is when I finally assembled kind of a PC Engine CD setup so I could play these games. Um, and I just have never gotten to it. Um, I've heard that it's fantastic. Uh, that's like a really good port of these games, uh, and then I should play it. But um, I just, yeah, it's tough. I don't, uh, I haven't found the time to do it. So, mm. Ease is one of the, like at least in my mind, one of those like super, super, super niche games that there's like yeah. just this this subculture of a subculture that <laughs> love them. Yeah. And then, and then, like the entire rest of the world doesn't even pronounce it correctly. Yeah, <laughs> it is very, yeah, it's very niche. But um. it's 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 probably the game. It's it's the most niche game that's got the number of games that it has. Yeah, there's a lot of titles in the series. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, I've only ever played the Master System one. Yeah, I've done that. I think I've played the Famicom of the first one. Um, I haven't played all the way through it, but I've played some of, uh, as far as East One, yeah, I've played those a little bit. Now, what what is it as as someone who doesn't you know drink the Kool Aid? What is it that draws you to these games? Uh, I mean, they're just kind of I don't know. They kind of are. They're just kind of a simplistic action RPG. I mean, there's they're not 
crazy. I mean, it's fairly early, so they're not crazy difficult. Um, there's not a lot of mechanics to them. I mean, it's the old walk into the enemies to hit them kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I kind of I'm always I'm always nostalgic for those kind of older RPGs. So I figure this would be right up my alley. Um, I've just yeah, I've just not gotten to it. I just haven't had the time. So that's it. Yeah, ease book one and two. I, I'm gonna follow that up with some some Turbo CD of my own. Okay. <laughs> um, this is what I was alluding to earlier. Um, it's gonna be two games. I'm just gonna kind of mash them into one because I'm shameful for the same reasons. Okay. Um, Dragon Slayer, Legend of Heroes, and Beyond Shadowgate. I haven't okay. touched either one of those. I'm a huge working designs RPG fan, so that fact that I haven't touched that Legend of Heroes other than maybe the 10 minutes I put into it uh-huh. really bothers me because I loved that 10 minutes too. It really feels like a working designs game. And that Beyond Shadowgate's kind of like the, the last couple that I mentioned where it's just this insanely valuable game. It's supposed to be just fantastic, one of the best of its genre. Not a lot of people have the opportunity to play it. I have it sitting here and I'm doing nothing with it. <laughs> isn't it isn't it a point and click adventure game? It is. I would play that game. Yeah. And it is yeah, it's insanely expensive. It's it's one of the most valuable games I own and I haven't haven't put any time into it at all. Now now when you say of all the levels of expensive is insanely the <laughs> highest. Um I don't know. The stadium events has its own level and this is below that. So that's ludicrous. Okay. <laughs> so this is they've gone, ridiculous. They've gone to plaid. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Beyond Shadowgate. Now, can you can you tell us how long you've had Beyond Shadowgate? Uh, about a year. Okay. And was this a purchase or a lucky find? I uh, a purchase at a very good price. Well, good. and how long have you had the duo? Or sorry, the, um, the, the TurboGrafx CD. Close to a year as well. Oh, okay. So have you played anything else on the Duo? All I can play is Lords of Thunder because it's so good. It is really good. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop. You should get... Um, do you have the disc that has Gates of Thunder on it? Yeah, I play a little bit of that. Yeah. But then I play like 10 minutes of that and I'm like, it's not Lords of Thunder. And yeah, I, I like put Lords of Thunder back in. Gates of Thunder is pretty good too. It's all right. It just doesn't have that rockin' soundtrack that I love. <laughs> uh, well, I don't have any frame of reference. I've not played those, but um, I think you know if you're talking about something like Shadowgate, yeah, I would be into that. I mean, and I've, I had such a good time going through Shadowgate with you, Duke. When yeah. we did the like Skype call, I I kind of want that again for Beyond Shadowgate. So well, maybe maybe, maybe you'd be willing us. to meet me one time. Yeah. Bill said he's up for point and click, so we'll absolutely we do a, let's do a let's play. Arrange that that yeah, to work with awesome. our schedules. Well, yeah, I'm sure we could do um, you know over the course of some period of time. But uh, what Krabby's referring to is if you look up his YouTube channel. So what's your YouTube channel, Krabby? Uh, Two thousand Crabmaster. Yeah, if you look that YouTube channel up, you can see uh, Krabby and I did a let's play of the original NES Shadowgate. Um, that's been a couple of years ago now, probably two and a half years ago. Yeah, we basically Skyped and screen shared, and you and me together muddled our way through Shadowgate. <laughs> yeah, we did, and we won the whole thing. It was it was pretty yeah. cool. It actually, sounds like the coolest thing. It was. It's it sounds like the coolest uh, like merging of old tech of new technology to play old stuff. 
Yeah, and these days with Twitch, it would be even easier. But that really wasn't as much of a thing back then. No, it, you mean YouTube? It was, and at the time, like I didn't have many local friends to play with. It was the closest, like sitting on the couch with a buddy on the weekend playing that I'd had in a really long time. It was fantastic. Yeah, we, Did you print out a picture of his face and put it on a stuffed <laughs> animal and sit it next to you? I want a pillow. So. <laughs> Yeah. You laugh, but you didn't answer the question. That was, it was our, a whole body pillow, you know, pants and shirt and everything. <laughs> it's like our old, uh, that's like pre-collector cast days. Yeah, we had, if I remember right, we had really bad audio issues with that too. Like every like 45 seconds, there was like a... <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure it's terrible. Yeah. And uh, then there's always the lost GoGo13 um, <laughs> playthrough that's gone yeah. now. But, uh, it's gone. We got we got a good uh, what was it Legacy the Wizard on there too though yeah there's a good yeah good Legacy the Wizard on his channel too yeah. so if you guys uh, want to hear some crappy audio of us going through some games sounds great ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, well so I'm gonna imagine though Bill that your next game probably doesn't have crappy audio what's on your list no 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 this game is probably I'll get the least amount of crap for but I you know it deserves being on here because. Uh, I do feel shame, and it's sitting right there. Um, so the next game uh, is Grand Theft Auto V. Uh, so again, no crap this here. one hasn't been out for that long. <laughs> no crap here either. <laughs> yeah, no crap from anybody. Uh, the reason I feel shame about it is because I really, 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 really enjoy what I've played so far. It's the only Grand Theft Auto game I've ever really, really, really liked, maybe loved. Um, and then as soon as I found out it's coming out for the next-gen systems, I couldn't play it anymore. <laughs> That's what they I want like, you to do. Yeah, I was like, oh, because I, you, they say you can transfer like your online progress, but not your story. So now I'm like, okay, well, I want to play it with the better graphics, and I want to play it with like, e- like either the PC or my Xbox One is going to be better than my 360, which I, I borrow the game. So I feel bad because I've had it from this dude I borrowed it from <laughs> for months and I'm not playing it. So I should just give it back to him. But at the same time, like, well, what if I need it to modify the save file <laughs> so I can like find a way to get it on the Xbox one or whatever. So, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, probably of all the games on the list, this is the one that not only other people give me less crap for, but I give myself less crap for. Um, but, uh, it's a game that's sitting on the TV stand and I look at every time I sit down and I'm like, yeah, I'm probably not going to fire this back up on this console. And if I can't figure out a way to transfer the save file over, um, it would be really upsetting to me if I never played any more of it because I was really loving it. My only experience with this game at all is watching my brother play some online and just seeing some of the jankiness of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was about it. Yeah, the online multiplayer is not really doesn't. Re- I don't. I'm not interested at all in it. Um, the only Rockstar game I did get into the online multiplayer a little bit was Red Dead Redemption, um, which is probably my favorite Rockstar game of all time. Which is not saying much because I don't love a lot of their games. Um, but uh, but yeah, the uh, oh man, the I've I, I I didn't hate three. I just didn't get what everyone else got about it. I never played Vice City. Never played San Andreas. I played four. Hated it. Hmm. I've played it on several occasions, try to get, and people say the same thing we were talking about before. Oh, you got to get past that first like eight or 10 hours. I, okay. I don't care. I hate Grand Theft Auto 4. <laughs> it's a bad game. Yeah, I know. I tried playing if it. You, if, you, if, you, if you like it, that's great. 
it's a bad game. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, so, but, you know, people kept telling me, no, no, five, five, five. They, they listened. It's almost like Assassin's Creed one to two. They, they, okay. They knew they had a great formula. They listened to people's complaints. They made it better. I'm like, yeah, we'll see. And I fired it up like, you know, three hours in. I was like, you got me. I'm sold. This game is great. So, uh, but yeah, it really upset me. Not upset me, but like, as soon as they were like, yeah, it's coming to next gen, I was like, I can't play on old gen now. So. All right. Well, um, and that's, and, 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 and I've only got one more, so I don't know how many, uh, <laughs> well, I think Krabby and I have a few. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you think of some other ones or if nothing else, you can tell us how horrible we are. Um, okay. I have no you problem can, with either of those uh, options. You can, you can stand in for our <laughs> listeners and berate us, I suppose. I think you guys are going to give me a lot of crap for my last one. I saved it. Okay. Nice. Nice. Um, my next one, uh, I, I feel shame for this one because I feel like people want me to feel shame for this one. Does that make sense? Like, I don't Absolutely. really feel bad, but if I say this, everybody else is going to go, Oh my God, you ever play that? <laughs> I, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. It's Earthbound. Oh, interesting. Okay. Earthbound Super Nintendo. Um, I I know exactly how you feel yeah. about that. Like, oh, like if you say you haven't played it, people are like, oh my god. Especially if I you own it and haven't played it. That's, yes, yeah. Yeah. that's the thing. It's like if someone says to me, "Yeah, I haven't played Earthbound," I'm like, "Oh well, yeah, well, it's really hard to find." But when someone says, "Oh yeah, I own it and I haven't played it," what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, that's it, right? So, so people are gonna That's the separator. They're gonna tweet or write or something. They're gonna go ah, ah, earthbound, rawr, you know, but Yeah, all of our pirate listeners. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'll be honest, I you know, for everybody I, for all the love this gets, this game was not a thing back during the I, Super Nintendo days. I remember seeing I, stacks of it marked down to nothing because it was not a thing. I have finished the game and I and I kind of know your gaming habits and likes. I don't think it's something that you would put up very high. Well, maybe the, I... the whole thing it has going for it is its quirkiness and like the the combat and the jobs and the, and the kind of stuff that would draw a player like you in for a long time. I don't think they're there for you. Ah, uh, well. Maybe it isn't for the game for me. Maybe there's a good reason why I haven't invested yeah. the time in it. I think if you if you played an hour to two hours and you're not feeling it, you you could put it down safely and and say it's not something you're going to be into. So it's like the Dark Souls uh, uh, method. Yeah, but I don't think a friend's going to save you on this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that. So, you, so you'll you'll know you'll know on your own if this is for you or not. I think so. Well, that's, good. That's, that's my hunch. I'm I'm glad yeah. to hear I, I, that. I would put it up high on your list, but if you don't enjoy it, then just cut it out. Okay. Well, there's probably enough said about that, because I don't really feel shame. I just know if I tell people that, they're going to go, ah, my God. Let me ask you, uh, no, did you get a good good deal on it? Yeah, I bought it for a pretty Chris fair gets price. a good deal on everything. Come I, on. Yeah, I, yeah, I well, just typically I'm, don't buy games at, at full this, price. This is more of a rhetorical question to set up uh, you know, future questions. So if you got a good deal on yeah. it, and if you're not going for any kind of, you know, like complete Super Nintendo set, oh, here he goes. Uh, is there any reason why it wouldn't uh, yeah. fund a game it, that you will play? Why would it not get flipped? Um, hypothetically, sure. <laughs> uh, will I hold on to it? Yeah, probably. Because uh, it's just kind of one of those, whether I like it or not, it's sort of a seminal Super Nintendo game. It's kind of like if you have a decent Super Nintendo library, I feel like it 
should probably be in there. Yeah, I'd agree with that. So um, I'll probably hold on to it. Um, some other games like Metal Warriors, like when I got that for crabbing when I played it, wasn't that thrilled. Um, and I think I, I, if I had that one, I'd sell it. No problem. But, um, you know, to each his own. And I like Konami games, which is weird. I think maybe not sell with that one then, but trade. It's a really good trade item that Earthbound. Could be. Yeah. There's 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 always people looking to pick uh, pick that game up. Right, but the price. I mean, it's not worth crazy money. So you know. Well, all you need is one guy who got a lucky zombie nation and doesn't care about NES games. He's definitely mm-hmm. going to care about an Earthbound. That's kind of a lopsided trade, though. Uh, rare, rarity so. wise, yeah, but uh, you're both getting something you want. I'm always happy with those kind of trades, whether they're perfectly even or not. Uh, Same here. Could be, or I could just hold out and. Pick up a copy of Zombie Nation. I, 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 I traded a copy of uh, Chiller for a copy of Earthbound in the past. Wow, that's, yeah, that's a yeah. really odd trade. Really lopsided, but we both walked away happily with the game we wanted. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Cool. Well, Krabby, I think that puts you up next. All right. Um, I don't think I'll get quite as much hate for this one either. Um, back around Christmas time, I played a game that I just loved called Project Cross Zone. And it's like a big mashup of Capcom and Bandai and Sega characters all in one game. Yeah, that's uh, 3DS, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And there was a bunch of franchises I wasn't familiar with in there mashed up with the ones that I loved. And so, and some of the characters were really cool. So I found out what games they were from, and I went out and bought a few of these games. So I'm going to mash up three games here in a row. I got uh, God's Eater Burst for the PSP. Hmm. Resonance of Fate for the PS3, oh. and I got like four of these seven dot hack games <laughs> <laughs> based on the characters from Project Cross Zone that were from all these games. That's weird. And I have not put a single one of them in yet, even though I just I loved them in this other game. I wanted to see where their source material was like, and I just haven't gotten around to any of them. Huh? And I've played some Resonance of Fate. Um, I hear a lot of people really like it. I was not thrilled. No, I, I liked I liked the guys that showed up in in the Project Cross Zone game, so I wanted to. It's got you know, a see. really weird battle mechanic. I like that. It's really it's, weird. It's my thing. Okay, well, you play it and you tell me. But I mean, I was like, what? So. The the biggest one for me out of there was that uh, God's Eater burst. It looks just bizarre and weird. They got these swords that like grow and these mouths come out of them and they like bite things and. It's just that's weird. A, that's, love, that's, sim- yeah. that's symbolism, Krabby. Yeah. <laughs> symbolism. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let the listeners take it from there. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, I don't know if I feel would feel bad for you for not playing those, but I guess it's just yeah, it's just I, I feel shameful that I made a really big effort to get these <laughs> games with full <laughs> intention of playing them and then just once they were there it was like, Oh cool. Put- Put that on the shelf. <laughs> That's like collector piece, though, right? Sometimes, yeah, I do, I've gotten games like that. We're like, yes, yeah. I'm so glad to get in. Okay, here it goes. Right on the shelf. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm really glad you helped me get, like, uh, Flintstones, right? But I played it for, like, 20 minutes. Went, okay, here we go. Right on the shelf. <laughs> there you go. Ah, <laughs> uh, Bill, you said you had one more? I do have one more. Oh, and it's going to be a, a, a doozy? 
I think it has the potential to be a doozy. Yeah, I saved probably my biggest shocker, I think, probably for last. And again, I know this is a theme with mine, but I have played some of this game, liked it, stopped playing it, have no idea why I still haven't gone back. It's just been so long, and, well, it is what it is. And what is it? (laughs) Why don't you just tell me the name? (laughs) It is Super Mario RPG. No way. Yep. You just, you made that one up, right? (laughs) (laughs) I got pretty far in it. And I got to like the, actually, I don't know how far I got. I felt like I played a long time. I got to the pirate ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where we had to give the pat, we had to give the password. That's maybe halfway. And that's where I stopped. And that when was I, just not, you just had enough. Was that? No, it was like the, the, the password like frustrated me. And then I found out what it was. And then like I got through and I, I beat that next battle. And then I was like, okay, that was a rough afternoon. That was a rough Saturday in the suburbs. I'm going to take a break. And that was the end. When huh. I was a kid, I got stuck on that pirate ship password. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, the little uh, dry bones, you like kill them and they respawn. Mm-hmm. I leveled so crazy high on that. By the time one of my friends finally told me what the password was, because <laughs> I just couldn't figure it out, I the rest of the game was just like done, like easy. <laughs> yeah, I actually thought I was just supposed to keep killing those guys. So I was like, all right, how many of them are there? Like a hundred? So, yeah, I probably leveled a whole lot right there, too. <laughs> that, that's definitely a weak point in the overall game. I, I don't feel like the rest the rest of the game, especially after that, like just more than makes up for it. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, I mean... Yeah, and, 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 the, and the tricky part is I, I, you know, I don't have that cart anymore. So oh. I haven't... I, I do, I do have... Over. I know. I do have a a a, replay, a new cart that I got off like a Craigslist deal like a year, maybe two years ago, um, and I don't I don't think I fired that up. And Krabby's going to cringe at this, but I did buy the virtual console version when it was released on the Wii, <gasps> and I played like a couple hours because I was like, okay, I'm going to get back into it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I played a couple hours, and then same thing. Like some other game came out, and like I I just fell off of it. People go crazy over that game when they get it in the store. Every other game that I get requested a lot or asked for, when I post a picture on the Facebook page... How much um, is it? Yeah, well, people always do that. <laughs> but uh, you, some, someone will usually call and ask about it, if it's still there, that kind of thing. Um, other people will just like run into the store and try and get it. <laughs> Whenever I post a picture of Super Mario RPG... I get like 20 phone calls within five minutes wow. and people just like storming the store, like a second there. And then the whole rest of the day, it's just like, sorry, it's not here. Sorry. Like someone grabbed it. Sorry. It's gone. Like <laughs> why don't nothing you just, else. Why don't you just order like 30 copies or something? I probably should, but I don't want to like hyperinflate the price. Right. I just, I want to try and sell them reasonable. <laughs> to mm. I don't want to like just buy them off eBay and double them. Well, well, there you go, Bill. Um, Yep, For so those are my, shame. <laughs> those are my big ones. Those are my big shames. And uh, I, I have every intention of playing the majority of those games. Get it? Majora? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Does that bring it back to me already? Uh, all right. Yep. Well, I'm making progress in my list here, though. I'm making right, progress. Let's hear the, hear the next one. God, this one just kind of irritates me, quite honestly, more than uh, makes me feel ashamed. I haven't played Metroid 2. 
on Game Boy. You know what? I, that was going to be on my list, but I actually sold my loose copy because I was planning on getting a complete copy and that just never happened. But yeah, I actually, I did own the cart. I, I have not played it either. Yeah, I really like Metroid. You know, I like Metroid mm. games and everything. And it seems like that would, you know, even though it's old and, you know, simple, I think it would be right up my alley. But um, I don't know. I just I just don't ever think about it, quite honestly. It's like you did in that restaurant, man. Uh, yeah, I can. Um, yeah. It just never crosses my mind. When I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, like, what should I play? It just never crosses my mind. Unless I sit down to do a list like this and I'm like, ah, oh, crap. Yeah, mm. it happens to me with handheld stuff very often. Yeah, it just doesn't sit. And it would be so easy for me just to pop in the GBA and sit and play it in bed or something at night for it. I just don't ever think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I think it's probably just more in- annoying than anything else to me. <laughs> uh, and I don't know if you guys are as much into Metroid or not, but um, eh, that one's there for me. I am into Metroid, and if I had it, it would have been on my list. Yeah. One of these days. But it sets up the story for Super Metroid, you know, so I really should play it at some point in time. You know what else sets up the story for Super Metroid is the intro for Super Metroid. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know it. But anyway. Shaking hands with science. (laughs) God, that Super Metroid is probably one of the best games ever made. Man, it's it's it, making this list just maybe want to play Super Metroid. Yeah, <laughs> really. I like if I could just marooned on an island. That's probably if you play one game, that might be that might be the one. I was talking with a friend about Super Metroid the other day, and I found a, a kindred soul in Super Metroid. We we both agree it's like a solid seven. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll show you a solid seven. Yeesh. All right, Krabby, hit me again. All right. To go way, way, way back to the Master System we were talking about a long time ago. Mm. my I have many Master System games I have not touched, but the one that I am the most shameful that I have not played yet is Power Strike. Oh, why yeah. have you not even... It's not even... That what? one, in, in my defense, I haven't had it for that long. I've only had it for about a month. But, I mean, it's a That's shooter. You just plug it in and start playing. I mean, it's not I even know, a... I know, it's so easy. And it's I not love, even a like, time-consuming you, game. You've got me very hooked on these compile shooters, too, so I'm pretty confident I'll enjoy it. Of course you will. Yeah, I don't I don't know why. I got no excuses. You don't have any excuses. No. It's, I mean, I think a month is not that bad. It's not terrible. But, I mean, it's one of those games where you can... I mean, you just pop it in, and you just... Pl- I mean, it's not like it's a big yeah, time commitment. Yeah, it's not a time sink. No, he could play it for 20 minutes and go, okay, I kind of like this, and I'll come back to it later. Yeah. yeah. He, you could have been playing it during the show. <laughs> you, well, yeah, we wouldn't do that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just go plug the dang thing in. You'll the have... You'll, jerk. You'll have Can a- I wear my 3D glasses <laughs> while I play it? Yeah. It Even though it's a non-3D game, it what will It happen? won't help you. You'll look cooler. Okay. You'll just get three extra points in cool. <laughs> Look cooler. I'm I'm down with that. Uh, or you can wear your Rad Racer 3D glasses and. Oh, I don't have those. Don't rub it in. Oh, neither. Oh, you don't have the you need them? the black vinyl ones or the yellow ones. I got neither. Oh, for sure. Should I get for loose carts? Gross. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Well, Bill, you're done unless you've thought of something else. If you start to think of something else, just chime in, but we'll we'll start rounding our lists out. 
Yeah, keep going for it. Um. Okay, so the next one I've got up here is uh, Tatsunoko versus Capcom. Ooh, on add Wii. that to my list. Actually, I don't own it, so you can't add it to my list. <laughs> I've had the game I, for a long time. I know one person who's played this game. That's it? Yeah. Like, I I remember when it was in the store. We I, I worked at the Best Buy when it came out. And I remember one dude being all about this game. And I was like, so is it like a Marvel Capcom game? He's like, no, not really. There's like one button. <laughs> <laughs> and that kind of turned me off of the idea of ever playing it. So it, it was he wrong? Is it's it's an oversimplified fighter, right? I've not played it. I can't tell you. Oh, you haven't heard anything. About I it? own it. No, I bought it simply because it's a Capcom fighter, and I like a lot of the Tatsunoko characters. <laughs> the only guy in North America who does. Yeah, All right, you have I don't to understand. know who Tatsunoko is. I'm a little older. And when I was a kid, when I was pretty young, there was a TV series on called um, Battle of the Planets, and it was later called G-Force. And it was um, Gachaman from Japan, just remade for the U.S. audience. Uh, and it's a Tatsunoko property. And so I grew up watching that show, loved that show. And then when this came out, it's like, what? what? The characters are What? So I had to get it just because of that. I was like, oh my gosh, it's like memory lane. Um, and I, I just have just not played it. I've just not done it. I don't <laughs> know why. I had a, a bundle with this game and the fight stick for it. Yes. yes. our EB games forever. Like, not. So did everybody. Not on the shelf. They had it like that way up high where you had to get the ladder out to get it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and and it was like, I think 50 bucks for, yep. for literally like a year. And I, I'm sitting there like every day going in, like, as soon as that price drops, it's mine. Nobody is getting that. And then I go in one day, and when I'd miss like a week, I usually went in like every day on my, my way to work. And I missed a whole week, and I come in, and it's gone. And I'm like, oh, where'd it go? He's like, they just asked us to send it back to distribution. Like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that fighting stick now, uh, I think, goes for a couple of bucks. Probably. Huh. Yeah, I've got, like, an X-Arcade and everything, so. And I now have a Wii Hori stick, so. Those are pretty cool. Yeah, there you go. So, Krabby? All right. Um, similar to the Eternal Sonata, there was an early role-playing game that I couldn't wait to get my mitts on. Um, I wasn't able to get it, though. But I did grab the second and third game in anticipation, and they have been sitting shamefully on my shelf for quite a while now. I've got a guess. Let's hear it. Is it the Hyperdimension Neptunia games? That's correct. Yes. <laughs> I think I would love everything about these, but I really want to play them in order. So, so two and three are sitting sealed on my shelf, and they have been for many moons now. Um, yeah, they're not the fanciest games in the world. I mean, they're pretty simplistic uh, RPGs, but uh, they, the whole humor behind them is the the video game industry humor that's built into it. And that's what I am dying to play. I just cannot seem to find a copy of that first one. Yeah. There's a little of that Moe kind of stuff going on, you know, where it's like, Oh, these are very young girls that are really dressed a little bit like they shouldn't be, which makes it something where you don't want to kind of play it around your kids. Cause you'd feel like a, <laughs> a dirty old man. I mean, it's not really dirty, but it's enough to where you're like, this is not right. 
I shouldn't be. I, doing I this. forgot that anime can be like that in that style, and I actually put something on Netflix anime the other day, yeah. and it was a little more, you know, suggestive than I thought it would be by the title and description. Yeah, so we, had, we had to change it, and my son's like, "Why did we change it? We were watching that." <laughs> <laughs> like uh, something else. Yeah, let's go watch Iron Giant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's not bad. I mean, it's not. Uh, there's much worse out there, but uh, it's enough to where I would not have been comfortable playing it um, when when the kids were up. No way. Right. Um, I'm surprised you can't find the first one. Yeah, literally, I have never seen a a copy in person. Huh. I picked one up I mean, from GameStop way back when. I've bought the only copies of two and three that I've ever seen as well. I don't have the third one. I've got the first two. I actually picked up the third one in, uh, no, it was the second one, sorry. I picked up the second one in Florida when I was down uh, visiting and I saw Ray there. Yeah, I see Mark II all the time. Uh, that's pretty, I, I don't want to say common, but I mean, out of all of them, I, that's the one I see most. <laughs> I've not seen Victory, I don't think, period. It's been almost a year that I've ran the store. I haven't had any of them ever get traded in. Huh. Well... Best of luck to you. I'm sure you can find a copy if you yeah. uh, if you scope it out. That's for sure. So uh, at least I've got a reason to be shameful this time. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That one's uh, uh, you know, I won't say it's the best RPG I've ever played, but it's, it's interesting. I, I yeah, I don't expect it to be. I, I same thing with uh, Eternal Sun. I've got pretty realistic expectations of what what I want going in. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't thrilled with the battle system, and that's really important for me. But uh, it was good enough. It was good enough. <laughs> Um, up next, I've got Kid Icarus for the Game Boy mm. of Myth and Monsters. I've, I don't have that one. I've got the game. I've uh, got a nice complete copy, and I've never played it. And I'm probably one of the few people that really likes Kid Icarus. So <laughs> a lot of people really say, oh, it's not really that great, but I always enjoyed it. And, Did you uh, play the new one? I own the new one. I've not played it either, but I don't feel that bad about it because it's not really the same sort of game. Have you played the new one? No, I've I've had a sealed copy sitting here for a few months, and I have had no desire to put it in. Yeah, because it's like kind of like a shooter, right? Yeah, I I wasn't a big fan of the first one either. Ah, do you guys remember that Nintendo cartoon? Yeah, yeah, Captain N. Denan. Yeah, with uh uh, and Kid Icarus's deal was like he added an Icus after like everything he said. Yeah, that that <laughs> cartoon was terrible. That was the most interesting Kid Icarus. <laughs> uh, a story that I could conjure. <laughs> I didn't know there were people out there that liked Kid Icarus. I think not I'm, people, person. I think I'm <laughs> I'm one of the few. I didn't know there was person out there. <laughs> I own all the Kid Icarus games, including the disc system version. So what's the disc system? Oh, you mean FDS? Yes. Ah, a com- is complete. it the best one? Uh, no, I don't think most people would argue it's the best one because it's uh, they added more features to the U.S. one, but there is extra sound channel. So there you go. I was just going to say, does that extra audio channel uh, come into play? Yeah, listen to the opening theme song from the FDS version, and you'll really hear a nice difference. It uh, really sounds good. Really sounds good. But for the most part, they use the extra sound channel in that and Metroid for sound effects. Uh, Zelda mm-hmm. 2, most of those games, actually. Uh, most of the Nintendo disc system games use the like for the intro music would be different, but the rest of the game they'd use it pretty much for um, for sound effects. Like um, like the first Zelda, like the shooting your sword sound is very different, and uh, like the boss sounds when you get close is different. But anyway, we're not talking about that one. 
but yeah, have you played uh, Kid Icarus at all? Any of you guys on Game Boy? I have not. I, I don't have any game original Game Boy games. But none? That's that's a shame any. right there. I was just gonna say that. I also don't have an original Game Boy. Oh. Uh, and part of it is because I never see this stuff boxed locally, and I really want boxes. Um, and uh, every time I see like uh, oh, like the original Game Boy, like a box one, like on like Nintendo Age or like you know on sale on a forum, um, like someone someone scoops it up. So uh, you know the box. Uh, uh, I don't know the names of the different variations of the boxes, but like the one that has like all the lasers on it. Like the grid. Yes. That's my yeah, that's, Christmas box. That would, that's what that variation is called. Kelsey's Christmas yeah. box. <laughs> that was my that's first Game Boy. Ke- yeah. Kelsey's Christmas box? Yeah. With the Tron hands? Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah, with the Tron hands. That's the one I want. Um, and so, again, I had a handful of carts, and I think I like I sold or traded them because I was like, well, what are the chances of finding like boxes and manuals like you know loose? So like I'll just get the games complete when I get them. So I don't own any original Game Boy games. Mm. That doesn't feel right. No, they, it doesn't. They are considerably harder to find box, definitely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but the, the the good news is I only want like a half dozen. Oh sure. I don't want I don't want a ton. I just want the ones that I want. You probably just want the same ones that everybody else wants. Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. Gabby? Um, let's move over to the Super Nintendo then. Um, got a couple games that I haven't played that I think Duke has at one point. Okay. Uh, Lufia 1 and 2. Oh! Yeah, you would really like those. I've heard fantastic things about them. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, and I've, I've had them for quite a while, and I just recently upgraded to complete in box copies, and so now I can <laughs> look at the sweet box art and not play them. Yeah, they're, um... You know, they're both really pretty similar, obviously. Um, but I remember those really well because we picked them up back when they came out because I was, that was back when I was with my ex-wife. And she actually liked playing them. So we would both play um, those games. And uh, I remember when Lufia 2 came out, she was really excited about that, actually. And we picked that up. Um, but I remember, too, it was really some big glitch in Lufia 2 that really put us for a loop. But... Um, but they've patched that by now, right? Yeah, sure. There's some DLC that'll take care of that for you. Uh, I, you know, I traded away my copies of both of those. Um, oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had to. I, okay, I almost said I had to, but I had. I feel like I had to do the deal when I had to do it to get what I wanted. Um, but I would definitely, if I came across some, uh, you know, decently priced copies of those games uh, loose, I would still want to pick them up and own them. I think you'd really enjoy them. They're really good. So, Duke, what's a Sinistral? <laughs> the Sinistrals are like the evil bad guys in the game. They're like, uh, if I remember right, there's four of them. They're kind of, uh, I don't remember the exact story, but they're kind of godlike when you fight them. They're these gigantic, like, screen-filling-ish kind of Because things. of the weird name, what I picture when you hear Sinistral is like when you watch the old Power Ranger movies and Rita and Goldar were in the room with the weird bad guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what's in my mind. Uh, Sinistral! <laughs> Not exactly, but yeah, there's like, uh, you know, it's this the old stain, you know, ancient terror into the world sort of stuff, you know, that you have to put a stop to. I thought it was like like Venom and Carnage. Yes, and, uh... that's Venom and Carnage. <laughs> 
Electro guy. Yes, and and Doctor Octopus and the Sandman. That's uh, yes. That's those are the four sinistrals. The sinister sinistrals. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, these do you know, and which is weird that everybody gushes over these games so much because back when they came out, they were not a thing. Um, they didn't sell a lot of copies. It was not some big deal. You know, it was tricky to get them when I bought them way back when. Um, it just wasn't a big deal. Uh, and I've got the Game Boy Color game as well. I've got those ones as well. I got the Game Boy and Game Boy Color and Advance ones, I think. Yeah, I don't have the Advance one. I got the Game Boy Color one. I've got like five Lufias and I've got never played any of them. <laughs> yeah, I would say, you know, I don't know if I would put that at the tip top of your list, but I would say those are definitely warrant play. They definitely warrant play. You'll enjoy them a lot, I think. They're up your alley for sure. But longer, you know, they are longer games. So you have to take that into consideration. Isn't it weird how, like, they're a little bit longer kind of translates immediately in your head to, like, oh, so I'll probably never play them. <laughs> well, the good news oh, no. with Krabby is he doesn't Some... play anything modern, so he'll, yeah. he'll, he'll, he'll do it. That is true. Oh, yeah, he'll play them. Sure. <laughs> sure. Ah, uh, All right, well, um, next on my list, I've got... Uh, more of, I want to kind of made, maybe drop this as a hint to some people that may be listening. I've not played Odomedius Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I haven't either. Got I got me. it here. I haven't played it either. So maybe, I don't know, if there are anyone that's listening that would have any authority over maybe, let's say, I don't know, a community playthrough? <laughs> then maybe they would put this one on there. I'm just saying, you know. Because, you know, what with it being so common and, like, so many people have it's it. It's very affordable. It's, it's really cheap, and you see it all over the place. Just look in your bargain bins. It's very mm. easy to find, very affordable. It's on the 360, which is also a very affordable system these days. I have literally seen it in bargain bins at at least four different stores in the last six months. Yeah. For, like, seven ninety nine. So, yeah, I'll just throw that out there. You know. Odomi is excellent. There you go. And if you're a collector, I think they did one with a custom faceplate that you could get. I deal with Ooh. one of those old faceplates. Back back when they did faceplates. Yeah. Yep. There you go. There you go. wonder if there's anyone that actually collects those. I haven't really met anyone like that. I think I only got one. I've got Final Fantasy thirteen. remember a guy when I worked at the video store who had like 20 of them or so. He was, he was gathering them, but I haven't met anyone like that recently. I'm sure there's a few out there. For sure, Krabby. All right, I have a feeling Bill's played this series, but I, I don't know for sure. It's just a hunch. Um, but recently, I went on a, a road trip to San Diego. I guess not a road trip. We flew there, um, and on the plane, I started playing Wipeout 2048 on my PSP, and couldn't put it down. I loved it so much. So my shame is that I've had like a dozen other Wipeout games in my collection that I've never <laughs> touched because I just like, meh, they look stupid. And I think I would love all of them now. Uh, oddly, I'm in a similar boat with that in that it's a genre that I enjoy very much. Um, just like that fast-paced, futuristic style like uh, uh, racing. Yeah. Um, and there's always been two series in that genre that I've never like jumped on board with and one of them is Wipeout and the other is F-Zero. It feels like F-Zero and Mario Kart like had a baby and yep. made this <laughs> delightful treat. 
Yep, and and then same as you. The only one that I ever played with any regularity was my, uh, the PSP version, uh, the twenty forty eight. I think is uh, what it's called. Uh, PlayStation Vita is the one I played. The, oh, the sorry, PSP yeah, so. versions. I think there's Pulse and uh, Pure. It was Pure. Um, yeah, I played the uh, the PSP version, and um, yeah, same thing. Like, I feel like there's so many of these games. They're probably good, and I'd probably like them. Um, but yeah, I don't know what it is that made that made me like stick with Extreme G and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, you know, Episode One Racer uh, and a handful of these other uh, types, and like not falling into the uh, the wipeout uh, jam. I mean, maybe it's just I, I'm I don't have an aversion to Sony. But it's not, you know, it's not my platform of choice normally. So maybe that has something to do with it. Um, but yeah, Wipeout. Uh, so you enjoyed the Vita one. Maybe I'll have to check that out. Maybe that'll get me back on oh, it. Oh, it's fantastic. It's definitely worth trying on. It's really cheap, too. I, I probably even have one. Wink, wink. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, winks don't show up over audio. That's, uh, well, that's interesting. I've, I've played Wipeout. Like the first wipeout, but I haven't played any of the other ones. So, um, at least from my experience with that one, I'd rather play F Zero. But I'm I'm sure they probably got a lot better as time. You can't, shoot, you can't shoot guys. When you say the first one, Duke, are you talking about PlayStation? Uh, yeah, wipeout on PlayStation and Saturn. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So original, original. Yeah, I haven't played anything else, mm. so I'm sure they got better. It was pretty cool at the time, but I don't like the racers where you bang into the walls and like you come to oh, a huge stop really fast. Uh, uh, the- you know what? It's it's almost everyone's biggest complaint with them, and you just need to. So many games, like when you're on the analog stick, you're like all or nothing, and Twitch if it. you can't if you can't figure out if you can't find the sweet spot on the stick. It's like if you're driving a car. When you make a right turn, do you throw the wheel a hundred percent to the well, right? Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> so, like, it's 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 just like that. Like, you just kind of you're just twitching the wheel a little bit, like just to get the amount. Like, you have to react to the to the analog stick. So it's it's you know a lot of people they're like, oh, make it a right turn. You know, you hit right on the analog stick, you hit the wall, and the tricky part is. That there's there's very little rubber banding in these uh, games, so if you kind of hit a wall and you end up in 16th place, you're gonna lose that race. You might get it's to not- 14th after that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's not like Mario Kart where it's like the person in 16th place almost always wins the race. Uh, but uh, but yeah, you do have to twitch your way across that uh, analog stick to find the sweet spot. But much like you know any game that's like got tricky control, but once you get it, you love it. It's it really is. Once you kind of are able to twitch your way through a couple of turns and really get your speed up to like close to the max of your vehicle, it's a really unique and glorious experience. Well put. Yeah, those games to me are all about memorize track, memorize track, memorize track, memorize track. And no, well, at least the new ones not. Uh, it very much wasn't. Yeah, I, that's that doesn't appeal to me a whole lot. But like I said, I'm sure that's you know, I'm sure they're a lot different. Later on, like I said, I have very little exposure. Um, Episode one racer is still good. Oh yeah, that one's great. <laughs> that's still a great game. And the two controls. Oh yeah, like the two N sixty four. Yeah, yeah, that's great. 
Um, up next, uh, I'm getting, I'm getting down there. I don't know where you're at, Krabby. I think I've, I, think- I, I cut a few off while we were talking just to shorten it down. I'm, I'm getting close. Yeah, I think uh, I've got around four left, including that this one. That should be perfect. That should be perfect. great. Uh, the next one I've got is Axe Battler. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just making games up. <laughs> you guys don't have any frame of reference for Axe Battler? Axe Battler? You mean Golden Axe? Yeah. Golden Axe Axe Battler. It's, uh, it's the Game Gear one, right? <laughs> There's Game Gear and Master System. <laughs> I, think, I think you found the name of the show. <laughs> uh, oh, no, man. it's... I know most people. Most people are not familiar, but this is it's a Zelda game. It's like a Zelda style game. Oh, okay, I do know of this. I just forgot completely. Yeah, uh. <laughs> yeah. It's I know it's a stupid name, Axe Battler, but um, yeah, it's like Axe oh, Battler, the Legend of Golden Axe, or whatever. Right. Um, I thought Axe Battler was the name of the main character. <laughs> <laughs> it, it may be. <laughs> you know, we're talking about, you know, Golden so Axe what, here. What's Golden Axe Warrior then? <laughs> that is. That's what that... Um, I think that's the Master System version of that. Okay. So we're not talking about the Game Gear version? I'm talking about the Game Gear version because that's the one I own. Okay. But from gotcha. my understanding, they're almost the exact same game. All right. I'm following you now. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's like a Zelda-ish... <laughs> I mean, there's a little more to it. There's some RPG bits. <laughs> What's so funny? Uh, I can't get over this guy's <laughs> name. Is probably Axe Battler. <laughs> He's like a private eye. <laughs> Someone walks into his office. Are you Axe Battler? Yeah, it's me. Name's Will you take the Axe. case? Axe Battler. <laughs> Come on, man. The bad guy's death adder. All right. Oh, he's terrific. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's uh Yeah, I'd be I'd be ashamed if I were you too. <laughs> it's a Zelda clone for the Master System and Game Gear. I mean it's it's a Zelda game. Uh you know, I like those kind of, you know, top down overhead sort of games. So um and everybody says it's really good. The Master System version's expensive, but the Game Gear one's not crazy or anything. And like I said, from what I understand, they're pretty much about the same game, so yeah, I would like to play it. Dang on it! Uh, so <laughs> cool. There you go. Yeah, I mean, because the system the systems are pretty much the same power, right? Pretty much. I think there's a couple extra modes for the Game Gear, but yes, mm. Game Gear can play everything Master System, but not the other way around. Right, which is why they had that little Master System uh, adapter for the Game Gear. That is correct. The Master mm. Gear converter. Mm-hmm. Master Gear. Awesome. So you can play your Master System games for about two hours on batteries. Was that th- was that thing official? Um, I think there was an official. Because I, I had one, and it definitely wasn't made by Sega. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I'll have to look that up. But that was a cool little piece. That was cool. I don't have one. But, um, yeah, so that's it. What are the chances of you firing this guy up? Uh, you know, if there was a slot on the Retron for Game Gear games, high. The fact that I actually have to play it on my Game Gear, not as high. Because I'd really, <laughs> these days, I'd have to plug it in. You know what I mean? And I'd have to play it on the Game Gear. <laughs> uh, if I could find the Master System version, oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Definitely. Do you have a power base converter? I do. So you, yeah, there you go. You can throw that in your Retron and you're set. I just don't. It's pricey. So 
Yeah. Priorities. But there you go. What you got next, Krabby? Um, the Axe Battler. Okay, <laughs> I, I will try. It probably Dwarf won't. Fortress. <laughs> <laughs> um, like most weird nerdy kids in, in junior high, I used to watch a lot of anime. And two of my favorites were Berserk and Record of Lotus War. And many years later, I found out there was Dreamcast games for both of those. And thus began the search for them. And I grabbed them both within this last year. And I'm still really excited to try both of them because I still have really fond memories of both of those anime series. Um, but for some reason, they just have not made their way into the circulation yet. I have no frame of reference on this at all. Never played Sword uh, of Berserk or Record of Lotus War on the Dreamcast? I know of the games, but no. Same thing. I know of Sword of Berserk. I thought it was Sword um, of the Berserkers. Isn't that the name of it? I think it's just Berserk. I will double check. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, I could be wrong. And I, re- and I remember the like the, 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 the cover art for Record of Lotus War with like the dragon and the big sword. Um, but yeah, never played either one. Just sort of the Berserk. Guts is Rage. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Getting Guts is the main character. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have no reference at all on those things. I, I'll have to ask you off-air about... Uh, I have some anime questions since you seem to know your stuff. I really don't know my stuff. I, oh, unless yeah? it's about these two particular series and, <laughs> and maybe two or three other ones. I, I like one anime movie that I've ever seen, and I, but I love it to death. And I always try to tell people who know anime, I'm like, hey, I like this. What will I like? So Okay, I can try. I can't promise anything, though. All right, we'll You'll like the Golgo 13 so, movies and show. <laughs> Oh, you think uh, so? They are really good. I'm <laughs> honest. I just can't watch them with the kids. Well, I can watch pretty much anything with him right now. Uh, well, that's true. He may get hungry when he watches certain <laughs> yeah. parts. <laughs> oh, put it together. <laughs> All right. Well, I'd, I'd be interested to hear more, but I, like I said, I have no frame of reference on those games whatsoever. So if you get to play them, let me know. I will. Cool. Um, the next one I have is probably odd. But I still want to play it, and I don't. This wouldn't take me very long. I don't know why I don't. But um, Typing of the Dead. Oh yeah, I should get on oh, that too. Yeah. To- totally. Yeah, I I I don't own it anymore. Um, I bought it when it came out because uh, I already had the keyboard. Because I was a big Quake Three Arena <laughs> guy. On the you were the one. You know. You know, like everybody, <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, but yeah, this is uh, so you own the game and you have the keyboard, so no yes. excuses. No excuses. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, this is a fun, and this is fun. You could just fire this up and you know, play yeah, for a couple I'm a, minutes and die. I'm a good typist, so I you know I don't. I can type quickly. Are, what are you? Four key, eight key, twelve key? <laughs> I don't know. I, I type around like 80, 90 words per minute. So. WPM eighty ninety. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's right. Yeah, I don't, not too shabby. <laughs> no, yeah, typing of the dead is it really is a quirky. I mean, it, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's, <laughs> right. Zombies are coming at you. You must type to shoot bullets at them. Um, the, the, the thing is, you need to be a good enough typist to be able to type without looking at the keyboard to enjoy what's going on on the screen. Oh, yeah. Beca- because if you're like a lot of people these days and not a good typist, you have to look down and you're missing like, you know, all of the action on the screen. It, it re- And the cool thing is you're not just typing random words. You're typing like zombie themed sentences. <laughs> Like, like the zombie ate my shoe, and now I need to beat him over the head with it. <laughs> it's really, really fun. 
Yeah, I've got it sitting, um, you know, I've got my Dreamcast hooked up VGA to the TV. Uh, I mean, I could pop it in. I just don't know why I haven't. I just haven't. I would so do there it. you go. I would do it after this recording for a minute. <laughs> Maybe. Since, since it's so easy. No, I think I'm going to go to bed after <laughs> this recording. It's late. Um Crabby, you got Typing the Dead and all that? I do. And yeah, same. I'm in the same boat as you. I haven't plugged it in yet. Oh, yeah. We need to so get on good. that. We need a Typing of the Dead battle. So good, Ski. It's on. I'm, a I'm typing probably, of the dead probably more battling. of a, a 60 words per minute guy, though. Oh, you're screwed. You're going to get eaten. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and and there's, there's a new ones that have come out. I don't think they come out on the console, but uh, Typing of the Dead Overkill. Um, oh which yeah, is, yeah. You know, the, I remember seeing that. They they came out for a Steam. Did they come out for no? The... I think just Steam. Okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah, you got some uh, dripping. I'm just I just did like a quick Steam search on here, and like one of the uh, things you have to type to shoot a zombie is sexual tyrannosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we got a predator uh, uh, reference in there. How do they get my nickname in there? <laughs> <laughs> Could eat a horse. May I eat you? <laughs> Oh, uh, what a what a great idea! Yeah, smart idea. Ah, uh, Krabby, what do you got next? All right, um, this next one, um, I'm not sure you guys will give me much hassle for, but I'm a little shamed by it. Um, I grabbed a copy of Conception Two a little while ago for the PlayStation Vita, and I kind of anticipated this being my game to fill the gap between Persona Four and Five. And I, what I know of it just sounds amazing. And I don't know why I haven't put it in yet. I, I need something to fill that role-playing void right now. And I really think this is the game to do it. I just have not put it in. I'm pretty sure Panzer Dragoon Saga is the thing to fill that void for you. But uh... No, no, no. no the, <laughs> the Shin Megami Tensei void, not the just role-playing in general void. <laughs> oh, I, oh, sorry. So many voids. Too many voids, <laughs> yes. I have several a lot of voids, voids that need filling. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, I, I have no familiarity with what conception or whatever this is. So what, uh, what kind of game is this? It is a dungeon crawler, I believe. And... You also have an area where you're doing like uh, you're you're mating basically, and I think they have a yeah, weird word. Wait for a minute, it. did you just like mating? Mating, and your offspring are sent into the dungeons to what? like battle for you. Yeah, and like you can get different attributes for your children and stuff, and it sounds really bizarre and really cool. It sounds like something like child protective services should uh, take care of. Absolutely, for you. absolutely. If it was animals, Peter'd be all over it, but it's people, yeah. so I don't mind. That's right. Yeah. Mario is a evil fur-wearing hater, but this send your kids into dungeons, who cares? <laughs> uh hence the name Conception, is that? Yes, that's that's oh. very much the case. Oh my goodness. Well, where was Conception 1? Um that I'm I have no idea. Oh, I, okay. I'm assuming right. it was Japanese only. I don't think I've ever heard of it coming out over here. Hmm. Can I just mention that I have a Vita for sale? <laughs> if, uh, if anybody wants to buy a Vita. Yeah, because games like this are what is out there to play. And I still think there's a couple games that you could get some value out of before you sell it, but that's just me. Wipeout 2048. Um, Rogue, Rogue Legacy is better than you will ever know. But then if I had to buy games on it, then I would have to sell the games too. 
No, because Rogue Legacy is PSN, so you would just own it digitally oh, forever. That's even better. <laughs> a and game that I own digitally that I can never and, play. No, 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 no. It's cross buy, so even if you get rid of your Vita, you could play it on PS3 and 4 if you ever get one. Sweet. Did I mention how much I don't play the PS3 ever? I'm just trying to give you options. <laughs> All right. Or you, somebody could just uh, they could buy my Vita. There we go. Uh, anyway. And then, and then they could play Rogue Legacy with they me. They could if they wanted to. They certainly could. Um, all right. Well, I'm sorry, Krabby. I don't know if that's good, bad, or otherwise, but good luck if you want to so send it's, your it's kids off. It's on the off. 3DS, too, so you can grab it on there if you want. Oh, there's a real system. All right. <laughs> with games. Dirt, dirt, dirt. All right. Um, getting down there. I'm getting down there. I've got uh, this one and one more. Uh, my next one is on the original Xbox. Um, black. <laughs> no, it's not black. Jade Empire. Wait, let me guess. Let me guess. Give me a hint. <laughs> let me guess. Give you a hint. It starts with an X. Zionide. Yes. Yeah. Zionide. Yeah, you'd like that one. It's fun. Yeah. Well, I, you know, um, a long time ago, uh, I picked it up on a recommendation from somebody. Uh, I had a friend. He's like, yeah, this is a really good shooter for the original Xbox. I'm like, I've never heard of this thing. And he goes, yeah, you should pick it up and you should play it. And I picked it up. And then somebody on RF Gen wanted to do a trade. And they're like, can I get Zionide? And I'm like, oh, all right. Um, so I traded it away. And then um, probably, I don't know, four or five months ago, maybe, I found another copy again. So I bought it. It was not expensive nice. or anything. But uh, I picked a copy up, and I've still I've still never bothered to. Because I don't think it's um, backwards compatible. I think I'd have to actually fire up the old Xbox. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, play it's, it. It's, I don't know. I wouldn't put it at the top of your, your get-to list, but um, it's okay. It's worth checking out, definitely. Yeah, I was because I, I was like, I didn't realize there was a lot of these even on like a, Xbox. Yeah, like a twin stick shooter. I don't think there are a lot. I think that's one of the what like less than I can count on one hand. Yeah, yeah, not uh, not a big deal at all. But um, but yeah, I don't know if it's... you get, oh, I don't know if you guys have this uh, frame of reference, but uh, do you remember a game that came out for PC in the early '90s called Descent, and it was yes. on a few consoles as well? Yeah, it was on PlayStation. Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. It was and, on PlayStation uh, 1. Saturn, I think, too. Maybe. <clears throat> maybe? Maybe. So it was like a 360-degree uh, type shooter uh, simulator. And then shortly after that, there was a similar game that came out called Forsaken. Yep. That I do not know. Now, the ad for Forsaken had, like, a woman's face on it. And, like, Forsaken was, like, tattooed on her face. I know that Interesting. one. And I was like, that's a weird ad for, like, a, a shooter. So the Zionide... Uh, uh, cover. It always made me think that it was somehow related to Forsaken because the cover is the same thing. It's like a woman's face with like the ship, like almost exactly the same way it was in Forsaken. But I've never been able to find a connection between the two, even though they're both the same kind of game. Maybe it was a an inspiration or something. Maybe, yeah, it could have just been like a nod to the uh, a nod to the grandfather. I always thought Forsaken was a first person shooter. I don't think it I was. always thought like I've never played it. Wrong? I've never played. It. I have no idea. I just assumed because no of the idea. cover that it was going to be like mm-hmm. Hexen for some reason. I don't know anything about Forsaken, so I I can't tell you. 
Yeah, maybe it was. Maybe I'm maybe I'm confusing it with. Uh, no, same. Like I've never seen any gameplay or screenshots or anything. That's just me assuming from the front cover. No. Yeah, I don't know. But I know Forsaken is not on our lists, so <laughs> <laughs> it has been Forsaken. So I don't know. There you go, Krabby. Um, I got a weird one here. Um, a weird one. Yeah, I'm a big. Uh, cartoon fan and one of my favorites is Futurama the <laughs> game is quite challenging to find and I passed on several that had no manuals yeah I finally got a really nice copy to play and still <laughs> haven't played it <laughs> and it's something I looked for for years I hunted for this thing for at least six years before I got one and what kind I, of game is it I have no, I don't know nothing about it other than the, <laughs> the writers and the voice actors were involved, which is why I was curious to try it. Shut up and take my money, all right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I haven't reaped the uh, the benefits of my my years of searching yet. Interesting. Bill, are you a Futurama fan at all? Um, <clears throat> not, I'm not like a Futurama fan in that, like, I've, not seen like every episode ever and gush about them like Futurama people do, but every episode of Futurama I've seen, I've loved. That was a, like a weird. Sh- For some reason, my my wife really loved Futurama and would watch it all the time. I and- really like it. I just can't watch more than like an episode every once in a while. I can binge that show. It's so freaking funny. <laughs> It is a pretty funny show. I've never been like a diehard fan or anything, but uh, my voice, yeah, it's got a good chuckle out of it. And surprisingly, man, you know, even the second go around, it lasted pretty long. Is it what system is that on? Uh, Xbox and PS2. So you have PS2 copy, I take it then? Unfortunately not. I settled for the Xbox, which I oh. will gladly trade away the second <laughs> I get a PS2 one. <laughs> Right, I'll uh, keep my eye for the PS2, and then we'll both end up with a trade we're happy with. Sure. I'd be up for that. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, this rounds up my last one. Did I do you feel, save the best for last? I feel, I, feel, I feel pretty bad about this one, quite honestly. Um, Super Mario Sunshine. <laughs> no, God, no. Why would I feel no, bad about no that? No shame there. <laughs> no, I played it. Uh, I feel bad for playing it. Um, <laughs> Can't wait to go play it again. So terrible. Aren't they HD <laughs> remaking it, didn't I hear? Please oh, they don't. better. I still want Mario 128, right? When are they going to do that? Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> sure. But, um, uh, Krabby, you were lucky enough to kind of guess and mention this a minute ago, but uh, it's Jade Empire ah. on Xbox. Um, yeah, I, I could imagine you feeling shame for that, given your uh, affinity to uh, Bioware. Yeah, uh, I don't, I mean, I played, you know, on the original Xbox, I played both the, the KOTOR games. I really enjoyed them. Uh, it's just that this came out pretty late in the Xbox life, and yes. then the new systems were coming, and it just kind of got lost in the shuffle for me. And I own it, and I just never, and it's, I know it's even, I can play it on the 360, it's backwards compatible, I just have never, I don't know, I've just never gone back, and I don't know why. Um, I think part of it to me is that I don't know if I'm really that interested in the mythology kind of thing behind it, as much as I am like their other series. Right. But, I mean, I know I like 
Bioware. So I, I know there'd be enough there to draw me in, but everybody that's played the game tells me I really, really should play it. Um, and I don't know why I have not. I don't know why I've not done it. Jade Empire is definitely in my top three favorite Xbox games. There you go. And I cannot stand Knights of the Old Republic. Either one of them. Really? Yes. Not my thing. Why is it the you... subject? Is it the, the gameplay? It is 100% the gameplay. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's very... Um, you have to like queue up your turns and all that stuff. Yeah, it's pretty heavy on that. Yeah, it's you. You you can tell that they're a company that came from PC uh, games with uh, you know with that entry. Um, they they definitely consoleized themselves a little bit and a little bit more in future entries. But yeah, it's a every the action does kind of stop for a while for you to set things up. So it's it's a little bit of a change of pace. But Jade Empire, what what about the mythology doesn't interest you? Um, it's just, uh, I mean, it's, um, I mean, like Star Wars, it's space. Sure. Mass Effect, it's space. space. Dragon Age, it's freaking dragons. Um, <laughs> this is just kind of like, oh, it's like some Asian mysticism sort of. Sure. And like, like kung, with, kung fu or whatever, right? They, they get into the mysticism stuff. So instead of dragons, you have like giant spirits and demons and things like that. Right. Out. Right. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that for some reason, I don't know why that just isn't as appealing to me, this mystical, you know, as much as like sci-fi or, or like the fantasy stuff. Are I'm sure I would like it. What? Are there any Tanukis? <laughs> <laughs> what about, so, so Duke, so what about, uh, so I know this is kind of a weird connection to make, but, uh, Onimusha. All right. So what about Japan. It? Sure. Mysticism. Yeah. It's kind of like the dead space of uh, those <laughs> games. If you say so. So, is so, but you're saying the the subject matter is uh, what's what's holding you back. No, I'm just saying it doesn't do anything to draw me in. R- so the same way that space and dragons do. Right. I mean, that's something I already am familiar with, and I'm interested in. Um, so it's an extra draw to get me to go, okay, great. This is going to be awesome. And this is just, I mean, not that I think I, I hate it or anything. It's not just something I'm like, oh, this is cool. Okay. That makes sense. You know I mean? the, even the martial arts part, like ignoring all the mysticism. Cause you get to pick like your own fighting style at the start of the game. Yeah. Too. Again, that, that I don't, I don't okay. care a whole lot. Right. I'd rather shoot people. <laughs> Shooting people yeah. is cool. See, I think, Americans. I think that's, yeah, that's a big, uh, draw to me <laughs> of Jade Empires. I can't shoot people. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't, uh, I mean, uh, don't get me wrong, I guess in um, it's, in Dragon Age, you don't necessarily shoot people, but you can use magic and stuff. There's um, magic and things in this, too. They're, the Like all of those, too, they're just settings, right? The whole thing is very story and character driven, which I think you'd really get behind. I agree with you. I think I would really um, enjoy it, and I owe it to myself to give it a play, and that's why I included it here and kind of listed it at the bottom of my pile of shame, because I really should play it. Um, and I have no doubt that I'll enjoy it. Uh, big time sink, though, right? Like we've been talking about, it's going to be a big time sink. As far as the other Bioware games I've played, it's, uh-huh. I don't think it's as long. Well, that's a good... Yeah, like you'll beat it quicker than you beat Mass Effect. Okay. Well, that's appealing to me. Yeah. 
um, even though I've played those Mass Effect games several times. But uh, I really enjoy those. So, all right. Well, maybe I'll give that a shot. And it's available on Steam. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that would help someone that wanted to play it on Steam. Yeah. Bill, did you play Jade Empire? Uh, I did not play Jade Empire. Um, for much of this, I don't know if I should say much of the same reason, uh, same reasons that it sounds like it's taken you a while to get it going, but, uh, I, I kind of have similar feelings. Like, uh, uh, there's nothing in particular that draws me into the, the story and the world. Um, it's more the fact that, like, who doesn't like oh, ninjas, you guys? Come on. <laughs> but these are not ninjas. Ninjas Japanese. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's Bioware. Oh, that's cool. Oh, they, they, you know, they, and the, the other cool thing is playing the game after the big game that somebody makes. Because, like, when you make, you know, Knights of the Old Republic, and then you have this great big success, you kind of get that, like, okay, now that you had a great big success, like, what do you want to make? So, right. like, I kind of feel like this is the game that, like, they really wanted, you know, had some passion behind it and wanted to do. Um, but yeah, like, it's, you know, it's, it's, there's just nothing that draws me, that, that says to me, like, oh, yeah, like, this is, you know, no matter who made this game, I'd be interested in it. It's really more like, oh, well, just because these guys made it. And, uh, I don't know. Yeah. That's, it's always been one of those things that, like, I've never, you know, had the drive to just get behind and play it. Yeah. Um, it must have been like a passion project or something, right? So mm. it shows somebody. It's, it's really polished, too. But another part of it, just knowing that um, it never went anywhere, right? It never got hype. It never got a sequel. So something in there in the back of my head goes, well, it must not be that great. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm hyping it right now. Come on. Yeah. And, and like, you know, not, not the reviews, you know, mean everything. But, like, when you look through, like, the reviews that it got, they were almost all, like, not just, like, you know, kind of positive. Like, like IGN 9.9. Like GameSpy, five out of five. Uh, you know, GamePro, four point five out of five. Like it got really, really, really good reviews. Mm. So it's it is kind of odd that you didn't see anything uh, come after it. It, it might have been mainly due to sales. It might have been like, oh, we're doing Mass Effect now, and that's it. You maybe, know, so. maybe, maybe, maybe it might be hard to go back. But we'll yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Krabby, you got anything left in the tank? I got two more. All right, all right. Number one. Nino Kuni. Okay. Ooh, great. That's a just a great answer. I know, right? I I still don't have it, but it would totally be on my list. It's true. If I if I owned it, my my kind of excuse lately has been one of my friends is playing through it, and he wanted to borrow my guide, so I gave him the guide. I I wouldn't use a guide for first playthrough ever. I always use them for second playthrough. Right. So I'm I'm kind of using the really lame excuse that I don't have my guide, so I should play it, even though I wouldn't use it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just that it's like you said earlier on it, I know it's going to be a time sink that I don't have right now yeah I really want to play it though I've been watching Studio Ghibli movies lately and just craving it so did it kill you when they said they shut down I did not know that actually oh really? I'm sorry oh spoiler alert yeah they've closed I didn't see that it was official. I just saw a story like three days ago, like Studio Ghibli might close. Uh, I was all over Twitter. I'll just say that. So maybe it's not true. Are some of the staff reopening another 
studio or yeah. anything? No idea. I just saw over Twitter that everybody was saying RIP. Uh, on Ghibli. August 3rd, Studio Ghibli announced it was temporarily halting production following the retirement of Miyazaki. Oh. So, we'll see. It's pretty sad. Well, sorry to bum you out right before the end. <laughs> yeah, but maybe that'll give you some impetus to play Nino Cooney. Now I got to watch uh, Grave of the Fireflies again and get myself really bummed. <laughs> I have no idea like, what you're talking about. That was like the second one, right? I, I have no idea, but it is the most depressing movie I've ever seen. Really? Or, sorry, <laughs> the most depressing animated movie I've ever seen. I was going to say, you haven't seen Schindler's List? Or? Yeah, I was going to say Titanic. Titanic is not. <laughs> not <laughs> it's depressing in a different way. Yeah. Yeah, I always look at Titanic and I go, there's plenty of room on that board you're on, lady. Just scoot <laughs> over. Oh, man. All right, Nino Cooney. Huh? Okay. All right, ready for the last one? I saved a good one for you. Drum roll, please. I want to play Nino Cooney. <laughs> <laughs> I still have not played Mass Effect 3. Oh, I know. Uh, that. I'm not all that surprised. But it is pretty pretty oh, upsetting. Oh, oh. Love the first two. Yeah, there's something and, really wrong with you. And honestly, like, all the crap that game gets for its ending, like, whenever I sit down and play it, I'm like, <sighs> screw all of that press. Like, it's this good. is a phenomenally fun game. I'm actually super excited and interested to see what the heck. I, I literally don't know what it is. I've tried to keep all those spoilers away from me, so don't say anything. Mm-hmm. I really want to see what this ending's all about for myself. It's good. I and and re- and regardless of how you feel about the ending, the entire game is phenomenally oh, great. Yeah. I don't doubt that because the first two have just like floored me. I I put the first one in not expecting anything and couldn't put it down. I it's the first game I think I got all the achievements for. Wow. Now, do you play it on three sixty? Uh, I had to when the first one came out because at the time there was no trilogy to grab the PS3 version. So will you continue to finish on 360 or will you go back to the beginning on PS3? I actually think I might play 3 on the Wii U version. No. Yeah. You really really don't want to do that. I really do. No, you don't. I really do. (laughs) You can't. There's going to be no multiplayer. Yeah, that's not a problem. <laughs> well, you need that. You need that to get the best ending. Really? Yes. If you don't do the multiplayer, you need to download the Mass Effect app and send out ships on missions to get the best. I ending. don't think that works with the Wii U version. You guys oh, are literally making me not excited to play this game anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I just Crabby, dropped here, it let from me help like you out. a ten to like a five in the last. Here, like, let me help you seconds. out because. I played a lot of Mass Effect 3 multiplayer, yeah, tons of it. I know. And I loved it. It's co-op horde mode. I I, I really don't know what horde mode means. Like, I, I hear that it's just a lot of guys coming at you and you shoot yes, them? Yes, that's it. Yes. yes okay. it's, it's, wa- it's waves of enemies coming at you and your buddies. Yeah. So okay. it's fun. It's not competitive at all. Yeah. It's because I, when I, usually when I hear multiplayer, I'm like, okay, I've tuned it out. I don't care anymore. But when it's this kind, when it's like, okay, co-op and... Uh, you know, we get to fight everybody. I'm I'm down with no, that, it. It still doesn't it's sound so appealing good. to me. I want when I play Mass Effect, I play it specifically to drive the story forward. I, oh I, sure. I don't want a distraction like that. And that 
the fact that you have to spend time doing that to get a better ending drives me nuts. How, why Here's, did they fit that <laughs> into the story at all? Here's the good news. Yes, they yeah, did. Be, yeah, because – and without giving anything away, in in a nutshell, you're the, – the preparedness of the galaxy or universe to fight the threat is increased by fighting hordes in the multiplayer. So – it, it's connected to the story. So if I if I didn't know that though, going into the game, not knowing about this multiplayer, would it, would it tell you at some point that you needed to do y- that? Yes, the, there's like a galactic. There's like a there's like kind of like a status screen with like your galactic with like your readiness. Yeah, on the and, main main screen, right? And like and it tells you how like your your general readiness level. And in order to get the best ending, you have to have like the highest readiness like in almost all the areas. So you could go to an area and it's like, why is my readiness down there? And it's like, oh well. If you fight these hordes in these areas, it'll make those areas more prepared for, you know, the attack at the end of the game. So in, yeah. in five to ten years when I want to finally get around to this and that serv- the servers are shut down, or is there still any way to build that meter? No. So you're asking me to look into the future? Yes. I, I, know, okay. I know you've got these abilities you don't like to speak of. <laughs> I do. We, we've um, got but unfortunately- Fleech in the Minority Report pool just... <laughs> po- poke them and get the orb and <laughs> how, how, how about this how about you play it this year and then you don't have to worry about it i am worried about it because i have all these other games <laughs> on the list what if i don't make it to it in a couple oh, of years listen <clears throat> play it on 360 you can carry your choices across automatically and i will be more than happy to jump I, in and play multiplayer with i actually you. don't have the choices from the old one anymore i, I switched 360s and i i didn't bring the hard drive with me so i i'm starting from scratch no matter where i go okay we'll start from scratch on 360 and i'll and here's the thing you really really don't have to play a lot of the multiplayer to get to what you need not a no, lot um, you really don't if you want to play more cuz it's fun you can but it doesn't. I mean, maybe a couple hours tops, and you'll be fine. But seriously, in like ten years, if you wanted to replay this, then and you you have a new hard drive for whatever reason, that that won't be an option to get the best ending you, anymore. No, you'll have to buy the re remaster on PS Five. That's so depressing. Though I think they'll figure a way out. I hope they do. That's, they may. They could always patch that, it. That scares me. They could patch it before they shut right, the servers down. I, I'm literally waiting for a patch before I play Mass Effect Three now. Why don't, no, I, you, it should be the opposite. You should be doing it sooner. Well, if I wait for the patch, don't, I don't have to do the multiplayer stuff. Probably one of yeah, the yeah, best listen, yeah, listen. games of the last do you generation. Have, do you have an Android or iOS device? I have a really old Android phone. Then you download a free app called Mass Effect Datapad. You sign in with your like origin account, the same when you <laughs> sign in with uh, when you play Mass Effect. I, do, and I don't have get, an origin account. Well, you can create one the free. And then <laughs> you can do. I don't want EA to get... know about me. <laughs> <laughs> You're making this personal. I am. <laughs> All right, here, we'll here let, me, let me give you the heebie jeebies even worse than that, okay? <laughs> you have to get all the DLC. What? Doesn't Trilogy include all the stuff? No. What does it include? I think there's a couple pieces of Mass Effect 3 DLC that came out after that. Here's, let me tell you why. There are some of the pieces, again, if they're not included in that trilogy, that and it's so good and so important to the story, I don't see how you would not want to do it. 
I would officially like to retract my shame of not playing Mass Effect 3. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> you guys are killing it. No, come on, man. Just play in the 21st century for a few months. Uh, and it'll all be over. Don't I, worry. I like the old centuries. <laughs> com- it's worth they're, it. They're comforting. <laughs> Familiar. I, actually, I think we I'm, could probably actually, even was... get Bill to play with us. I'm sure he probably would. Yeah, I, I still have it on 360. I definitely would fire it up. I was actually kind of surprised and upset that, uh, like, right like before E3, there was all these leaks that, like, uh, Mass Effect Trilogy for the uh, PS4 and Xbox One were, like, listed and then taken down real quick. So I was like, oh, that's totally getting announced. And oh, then it oh, never happened. I so know. I'm like, oh, I, I would have so played through that. them again. How much you want to bet, though, that by the time the new Mass Effect is ready, that they'll launch it, but right before that, just to kind of build the... Oh, exactly. Yeah, the Master Chief Collection. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, King- and the Kingdom Hearts. Like, they're doing, like, all of them re-released in pre- partially in preparation for three on top of, you know, making more money. But, yeah, I'd... I'd oh, man, if they uh, if they did an Xbox One or PS4 uh, trilogy uh, re-release, I'd play through all those games oh, again. Oh, yeah. Done. Heartbeat. Done. Just do it, Krabby. Just do it. Yeah. Or just play Axe Battler. <laughs> <laughs> moving, moving on to Axe Battler. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that wraps up our very shameful lists. So Ooh. I'll be very curious to hear from everybody what they think. How, how bad should we feel? Should we feel just terrible about ourselves for our choices? I have a uh, feeling this is going to be a, 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 a lot of conversation. Yeah. I think it's going to be tough. <laughs> and uh, let us know what's your pile of shame, right? What what are the things that uh, that would make your list? I'd be we'd be curious to hear that. It'll be some good feedback. Thanks, everybody, for listening to another excellent episode of the RF Generation Collector Cast. Um, first off, thanks. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time to listen. We look forward to the feedback. And uh, as always, just a couple quick places you can find us. So, Gravy. Sorry, I am totally spaced out there. <laughs> <laughs> Professional help. Out. <laughs> Nothing but the tip top. Where can people find us, Krabby? Oh, they could probably find us at collectorcast.com. They probably can find us at collectorcast.com. Bill, where else? Uh, they could also find us at collectorcast.com. <laughs> that is, again, correct. Yes. I think we've verified uh, that. And, and YouTube. YouTube, yes. Um, you could also find us at um, Stitcher. Right. Find us on Stitcher app. Stitcher Smart Radio. Absolutely. Podcast Pickle. Podcast Pickle. We are there. Crabby. I, I didn't have to say it the whole time. This is the first time in a long time. I know. We've, yeah. we've got your back. Nice. Um, the Zune thing. Yes. Zune and Windows Phone 8. You can find us on the marketplace. WP8. That's right. Um, where else, guys? A couple more. Uh, th- the Twits and the Facebooks. Yeah, Twitter and Facebook, you can get us there. Do we do the YouTube uh, yet? If we did the YouTube, uh, Podomatic app, you can grab that one as well. And uh, again, you can pick up the RSS feed, collectorcast.com and RF Generation, right? You can always come and talk to us, leave some uh, responses on the show feedback thread. We appreciate it. And uh, 
We'll look forward to doing another one soon. Woo! So, um, I have no idea what kind of game that is. Um, it, from what I know of it, it sounds like a dungeon crawler where you... <laughs> what is going on? Bill's opening I... a bag of cookies. <laughs> I wanted some wheat thins. <laughs> I figured that later uh, Duke could just mute my feed. <laughs> I was trying I would, to talk now. to you. I just couldn't. <laughs> Couldn't do but it. now, because we've done I this, I'm, I, I can't do that. I didn't know it was going to be that loud. <laughs> uh, all right. You need a mic with a mute button on it, uh, Bill. Go on. <laughs> oh, he's going to eat in the mic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bill, on the Skype call, there's a, little, there's a mute button. On the screen. Okay. Really? You can just click it. <laughs> For real? There I is. That was, I thought that was the button that calls Axe Battler. <laughs> <laughs> Get some on the mic. But if it just mutes it on the Skype call... <laughs> It's still happening well, on the show. But I can still I can clean up your recording later. But you're not gonna oh. distra- distra- distract Krabby. Alright, I'm out. I'm muting. Well, well don't go away, but just while you're chewing. <laughs> Alright. I can't tell if it's muted or not. <laughs> We're gonna play this game, aren't we? Alright. We're good. All right, so, um... (laughs) I'm on the night shift! I'm on the night shift. <laughs>